and welcome back to the second last episode of season two of Live at 605. I hope you guys have enjoyed the season and the journey that we've been on, what that I call this roller coaster of life and podcasting. I have a amazing episode this week by far. You know, I always say they're great episodes, but you guys are really gonna like this one. I got the band back together, me, Sean, and Dan, Concert Chaos Part Two. It definitely doesn't disappoint. But, you know, before we do that, before I get into that and let you guys listen to Concert Chaos, I just want to let you know lots of ways to reach me. As always, you can go to facebook.com slash live at 605, and all the info you need is basically there. You'll find my Twitter there, which is at Malencamp. Follow me. I'll follow you back. You'll see my uh, link to my Gmail account, which is live at 605 at gmail.com. And, of course, you can go to Podomatic to listen to the podcast if you don't have iTunes that's www.liveat605.podomatic.com. And that's the ways to reach me if you have questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to say hello to me and say you like or hate the podcast. And remember, guys, you can always go to that Podomatic website, hit the PayPal button, and help and donate to this podcast. So I like to put them out free for you guys. And like I said, you can donate or you cannot, just as long as you tell a friend, a family member, or a friend of me. Okay, so before we get into this week's podcast, just one other thing I got to talk about. The great thing about this podcast is it makes me feel like I'm part of a community because uh, I've had a lot of great feedback of people saying they love the show or they like this or that. And you do, you kind of get this community of people who listen every week. You know, I have the pockets all over Canada, US, UK where people listen to. So I can always count on everyone in Boston to download a bunch. People in Winnipeg, of course, everyone in Toronto and Ottawa. And San Jose, there's a big. Uh, a lot of people download in San Jose, so shout out to them, everyone in Kansas. So I definitely feel like a community, but another great community is the Big Wreck Facebook fan group on Facebook. And when Dan and I did our Big Wreck podcast, we uh, I posted it there and a lot of people downloaded it. And it's actually the third most downloaded episode out of the 23 episodes I've done so far. So shout out to everyone in that Big Wreck Facebook fan group community who's helped me and supported and downloaded this podcast. Now, I got a lot of good feedback from the Big Wreck episode of people saying they really liked the stories and they told me some of their stories. But I had one awesome guy, his name was Mark, who actually sent me some unreleased rarity uh, Big Wreck, or I guess Thornley songs at the time. So he was super nice. We linked up and he emailed me three songs. Uh, and they're all during the Tiny Pictures era of Thornley. So this was uh, Tiny Pictures was Thornley's second album. And it was really good. I liked the songs he sent me. He sent me Stop and Think. Good Son, and Mama. And when I was listening to them, they all kind of, they sad, very, sounded very Thornley-esque, but a few of the songs kind of reminded me of what came to be the new Big Wreck album, which came out last year, the year before. So it's kind of cool to see these songs didn't make it onto the album at the time, but I could definitely hear if they were fully recorded studio versions, I think they'd be kick-ass. So thank you, Mark, for sending me that. But another cool thing about Mark, he's actually in an awesome rock band, and they are called Iconoclast. And so they're a hard rock band from Ottawa. They're really cool. They uh, they formed in 2001. And their lineup is Mark is on vocals. He's an awesome singer. I, I saw some of his YouTube clips. And I listened to them on iTunes. So he's a kick-ass voice, which is awesome. He got Mike on guitar, Dave on guitar, another Mike on bass. And you got Mars on drums. It's an awesome name, Mars. Mars, if you got if your name's Mars, you definitely have to play on drums. And he said they've been touring forever, and they actually played Blues Fest in Ottawa 
a couple months ago or last, yeah, back in July, which is really cool. And check out, they have a couple CDs on iTunes. Their recent release was called Are We Dying? And it's on iTunes. They're called Iconoclast. Listen to them. Let me know what you think. It's, I think they make pretty cool rock music. I really like their song, Blame and Ruin. It's a good rocking song. So if you want to listen to someone who's rocking, check these guys out, Iconoclast. And there you can go to their website, which is www.iconoclast, I-C-O-N-O-C-L-A-S-T, dash band.com. So that's dash bandcom You can stream a bunch of their tracks there or go to their Facebook, facebook.com slash the real iconoclast and you can also follow them on twitter at iconoclast band so i'm actually going to start following them right now so check these guys out let me know what you think i think they're pretty rocking so without further ado we're going to get into this week's podcast concert chaos part two me danimal and sean buckle up it we went down a couple rabbit holes we had some drinks and it gets a little crazy but i think you're going to like it as always so enjoy. As you hear the chips <laughs> rolling up, I'm going to leave that in this podcast. I am very excited to welcome back two very entertaining guests with us tonight. It's a very special episode. Second last episode of the season. It's me, John, our good friend, Dan. How you doing? And our other very good friend, Sean. Wait a second. You said this is the second last Second last episode. You lied. This was, this was the finale, no? I, I can make this the finale if you want. This is the second last episode. Oh, it's episode fine, leading. John. It's, it's fine. No, it's fine. That's right. Fine. I'm uh, sure that'll be a great finale. We'll, it's okay. We'll just phone it in. This is going to be a fantastic episode, I can already tell. We are reuniting. This is Concert Chaos Part 2, and I want to welcome back the Boys Town Brew crew, Sean and Dan. Welcome back to the episodes. Thanks for having us. Thank you, sir. This this has been a long time coming. I think we recorded our podcast. It was like number episode six or seven, and this is now going to be episode twenty one. So it's been a long time coming since we've had our re, uh, reunion episode. No kidding. It's been a long time since I've listened to your show too. Oh, okay. You're you're out of here. <laughs> you're done, though. No, I was just telling you before we started doing this, the most downloaded episodes. Number one is the very first episode Val and I did called Relationships. Lots of episodes downloaded. The number three most downloaded episodes, one me and Dan did about Big Wreck. Yep. And I think the number five most downloaded episode is uh, the Concert Chaos, one we did about all the best concerts. Nice. But this week, it's all – I have a bunch of concert music-related questions. But a story – let me give you some – what are you looking at? Oh, just the interesting fun choice, but go ahead. I always make it very big and bold and black so I can read when I'm drunk. Not saying that I'm drunk now, but – what do, you, what do you like, Big and Bold and Black? <laughs> hey oh. He's there, referring to his script. Yeah, my script, my all my notes for tonight. Uh, we we've been hanging out the three of us since it's it's what now, ten thirty at night. We've been hanging out since about five. We went golfing, we went to Pizza Hut, we had some drinks. But there's been one story I've been holding off to tell you guys until the podcast because it's the sponsor this week, and I think you'll be thoroughly entertained. So if you want me to to give out this week's sponsorship. Of who's sponsoring the show? That's okay. By all that's, means. That's, by all means, okay. That's fine. Next, we can get in the next episode. Okay. Okay, so this week's episode of Live at 605 is sponsored by Chris Calico. Now, you're looking at me blank, blankly as you're taking sips of your beers. It sort of rings a bell for some reason. I don't know. Why does it ring a bell? Do you remember when you, me, and Val went to see Tech 9? Yes. The Tech 9 show. 
His hype man was called Chris Calico. He's also a rapper. Him and Tech Nine rap together. They have all these big albums. I was this close to having Chris Calico on the podcast. I have a whole story about it. I've been waiting to talk about it on the podcast. So all right. cool. So any of you who've listened to previous podcasts, you'll know that me, Sean, and Val went to go see Tech Nine. Val chased Dan down an alley, tried to get him to come see Tech Nine, but you got away. I if I had known yeah. Chris Calico was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did, how did it happen? You were supposed to go with Val, then she didn't want to go, then I was going to go, then we all got drunk, and then we all decided we were going to go, and then Basically, Dan, Dan ran away. Yeah, it, it was it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> my birth- That's hard for a rap, man. <laughs> Val bought tickets for me to go see Tech Nine on my birthday, and Val's like, well, I don't want to go to this rap concert, so I'll give Sean the ticket, and then we all kind of got drunk that night, so Val's like, I want to come to this show, and then we just chased, she chased Dan down the alleyway, but you got away, and... It's probably the safest. Almost broke my ankle, but yeah. There you go. She tackled you, eh? Well, I, I, I there was an uneven surface. So. <laughs> what did she do? Like, did she like? Did she? Did she give details? Did, did, no. she, like, grab, did she like grab your ankles or? It's close, but I just kind of fell like... over myself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did she push you? No. It was, was there any contact? Yeah, it was there any wasn't, wasn't very sensational. Do you want to press charges did, against her? Did you just her? fall by yourself? Was like one of, yeah. Was it like yeah. one of those situations in hockey where like the the guy just like. Like hits a catch. Did she Sean Yeah, and you're like, I can't believe that guy couldn't skate. Oh, right, okay. yeah. Did she Sean Avery you and <laughs> yeah, just like much. take you out dirtily? Yes. Yeah, sure. So, Tech Nine, you're lucky I didn't text you. Tech Nine was in concert on Thursday night, so two, uh, two days ago from now. And Chris Calico, who I follow on Twitter, was here opening up with Tech Nine. Where did they play? Uh, the Rock Pile. Which is closer to like Mississauga, I think. Yeah, I know the Rock Pile because uh, there's some fairly big names. Well, obviously Tech, Tech Nine, Nine plays, plays there, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the biggest of names. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, but I've seen so there's some other fairly big uh, acts there. Um, Can you mention any of them right now, or are you just lying through your teeth? I'm not lying through my teeth. Uh, <laughs> there's some. I almost feel like Big Boy. I don't think that's right, but there's there's some pretty big acts that have been there. Okay. Well, either way, Chris Calico. He was here Wednesday night, and he te- he tweeted, in Toronto a night early, what's going on? And every anytime anyone in Toronto, whether it's like a comedian, music artist, celebrity, and they ever, they ever tweet something like, we're in Toronto, what should I do? I always tweet back as a joke, oh, come do my podcast live at 6.05. But I'm, I'm yeah. like, honestly, it's kind of obscure. I'm surprised you even had him on your Twitter well, feed altogether. I, lo- I love Tech Nine. He's my favorite rapper, and I really love Chris Calico. He put out my favorite rap album of last year, so like I just follow him because I know him as a rapper. To like, he has a new album coming out in like the next couple of weeks, so I'm like I'm very excited for that. Cool. He actually has about sixty or seventy thousand followers on Twitter, so he put out saying I'm in Toronto a night early. What should I do? So I tweeted back as a joke. Uh, hey, Chris Calico, come do my podcast live at six o five. It's the most popular Toronto podcast. Like as a joke, put it out there. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning for work, 8 in the morning. Val's getting up. She showers. She comes out of the bathroom. I'm just like, like, Val, the craziest thing just happened. First of all, Chris Calico just started following me on Twitter. And him following me alone got me six new followers that night. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Malencamp. I'll follow you back. That's how it works on this thing. So not only did he start following me on Twitter, he sent me a direct message, like a private message. And he said, what time do you broadcast at? So I tweeted him back, like, uh, 
I don't. I didn't know if he thought it was like a radio show. I was in a studio. <laughs> So I tweeted him back. This is like privately. You should have said like yeah. 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m. Yeah. right now. <laughs> so this is like private message. Like he found me to, to, to message me. I'm just like, it's like oh, hey, uh, I, I podcast out of my apartment. I have a couple great headsets on GarageBand. The podcast called La- <laughs> Oh, no. You didn't say that. I did, but don't, oh. don't worry. Don't worry. I said that and I said uh, the podcast is called Live at 605. Check it out on iTunes. And um, and then even Val's just like, she's like, well, tell him that he can come by and do an interview, like with Ox TV, one of her or her TV stations. Like, we'll interview him, do all this shit. So then I wrote back in, like, oh hey, my girlfriend's the creative manager at Ox TV, and they would love to do an interview with you with you as well. I send that about eight in the morning. Don't hear back from him. I go back. I go to work, and then I get another direct message from him at about eleven in the morning, and he's just like. He's like, hey, funny enough, when I was in Toronto last time, we did interviews with Ox TV. Tell your girl if she wants, we'll, I'll do an interview with her. So then I wrote back again, be like, okay, cool. How do I get in contact with you? And do you have time for an hour to do the podcast? Because that's what we were, I was tweeting about him initially. Then he wrote back saying, don't have an hour, but can we do a phone interview? Can you record that? So I was like, okay. I wrote back saying, I can definitely do that. Just give me your number. Here's my number. I'll do this whenever you can. And then he never wrote back. Oh. So that's the end of the story. Would you have, was, have even been able to do a phone interview? Well, what I could have done, what I tested was, if he called my phone, put it on speaker, <clears throat> put it up to another headphone set, and it would have came through phone quality, but it would have came through. So that's it. That's the saga, how it ends. Well, yeah, makes I, mean, me I, sad, I mean, it's good. It's like it's close, you know, mm-hmm. but so, so close, but... Not quite, right? Yeah, I think I think you undersold yourself a little bit, really. I think I did, but I'm hoping if he listens to this now that he knows who I am, the podcast, maybe he'll call well, definitely, me. Definitely, I mean, make sure make sure you definitely like tweet this to him. Yeah, when we're talking sure. about this, yeah, yeah. Well, I got but, my 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 two best friends here. They all love Chris Calico, right? You guys were saying when you saw Tech Nine, you love. Chris Calico. I think like there's okay, a couple sure. of songs was off this also, first album. Was he I also like. wearing an orange jumpsuit? Orange, yeah, they were doing the whole this thing. You yeah. can't see what I'm doing, but I'm moving my arms around. Yeah, his first yeah. album, there's a couple of songs that were, were quite good. Yeah. Chris Calico has a new song out. It's fantastic. It's called Titties. It's off his new album called Son of Sam. So go download Titties nice. by Chris Calico. Well, see, now that man knows how to sell. Yeah. Really quickly. Yeah. So next time, don't be like, hey, I use GarageBand in my apartment. Like, you know. He was still in. Come to the studio. I know. At such and such time, and we'll get you on air. Yeah, I'd say, hey, I'm in the top 10 Toronto, or the top 10. Podcast, podcast and I'm right below Ellen's. You know, come see me. Yeah, but even when I told him all the Garage Band stuff, he's like, "I don't have time for an hour to come in, but we can we do a phone interview?" I was like, "Oh, hell yeah!" But he just never got back to me. So, who knows? <clears throat> Either way, this week's episode live at six to five, sponsored by Chris Calico. Go, yeah, go get his new album. Dan endorses it. It's called Son of Sam. Comes out August twenty seventh, and it's your boy. All right, Chris. Well, I I enjoyed your I did enjoy your that Tech Nine show. So I'm sure you had a big part to do with that so yeah come on in man booyah okay now that we got all all the business out of the way (coughs) sorry i'm gonna leave all the stuff in because we might as well all right first of all should we start let's let's go around the table and talk about what we're all drinking so i'll start with myself i have a corona i'll go to my left dan's drinking a oh god 
in your right hand's a hoe garden, and your left hand is a tea doll. And then with Big Sean Diddy over there. I'm also drinking a hoe garden, and to my left is a waiting in anticipation is a dark and stormy on ice. I want anyone who enjoys a good ginger beer to tweet me or Facebook me or, or email me right now. Well, because most people don't even know what a dark and stormy is. Do you want to tell them? Okay, so dark and stormy yeah. is very simple. It's it's ginger beer ginger beer mixed with dark rum. Mm -hmm. I think there's uh, if it's in the most traditional sense, it's supposed to be uh, Gosling's. Okay. Black Seal rum with a, spe a specific type of ginger beer. I don't remember which type it is, but it's basically dark rum and ginger beer. That's all you really need. And, you know, you can put a little sque uh, squeeze of lime in it if you want. Yeah. Uh, on ice, and that's it. And it's delicious. Cool. But if you don't like ginger beer... Which two-thirds of the population. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Ginger beer is basically like ginger ale, except it's just got a little bit more spice. So I guess two-thirds of the population don't like spicy yeah. drinks. They don't so. want to spice up their life. Two-thirds of Canadians don't like there spice, I guess. Maybe people in Afghanistan, 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 as I'm trying to say, like ginger beer. Or, so. or in... It's probably a little far-out example. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be extreme um, like I know, that. I know, right the, I know the Caribbean well, they, yeah, loves the Caribbean's ginger beer. Where the drink originated, they probably love it. So Everyone in the, the Dominican probably Republic who's in like this. Britain, there you go. Britain, we, have, yeah. we have some fans out really there. It's not Canada. No? <laughs> <laughs> really just not Canada. So everyone, like I said, this was the fifth most downloaded podcast is our Concert Chaos Episode 1. So I have a bunch of concert-related questions I want to talk about. But the last episode I did with Val, we had a bunch of fans wrote in and they asked us questions about just different topics they wanted us to talk about. So I am going to look into my drawer now. There's a bunch of questions Val and I didn't get to. So I'm going to randomly <laughs> choose one question. Okay. As he pulls out 12 different questions, yeah. Here's one question we didn't get to that I'm just going to randomly ask us. We'll all just answer it, whatever the question is. It so, won't but, be they were, but they were for you and Val. Well, they were just questions for the podcast. So it's not going to be like, what oh, okay. did you and Val do this day? All it's right. just like okay. random questions. Yeah. I might okay. be able to answer what Go. Val and I did okay. that day. <laughs> okay, you know what? Oddly enough, this actually works for uh, a music podcast. This is from Joan in San Jose. And she says... The question is, I can't believe I missed blank. I can't believe I missed blank. So whether it's a concert you missed or a TV show you missed or an appointment you missed, I can't believe I missed blank. And you know what? Here's the one thing I was thinking of. I was talking about this last night. Val and I went out for a friend's birthday, and I was talking to this guy, and he said, we both agreed we can't believe we missed the big Drake concert that happened at the amphitheater two two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm indifferent. That would have been a good ten dollar show. Wait for it. You're gonna miss this. He brought out Drake brought out Kanye West, Lil Wayne, Puff Daddy and Mace. Puff Daddy wow. and Mace. Puff is Daddy worth and something. Mace came out and did Mom uh, they did all their big songs, so whatever the Mace Puff Daddy that's song. That's pretty wild actually. Yeah, so the other I, guys whatever, but So really again that's all about he Drake undersold himself as Drake. He, he did, yeah. Basically. He's like, I can't, you know, I gotta bring out these people <laughs> with me right now. So I was upset that I didn't get to see Mace and Puff Daddy perform for the first time in like 10 years or something. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry I didn't get to see, you know, uh, John Lennon and then Jim Morrison play either. Okay, but, you so know, you're, you're going a little yeah. bit further back in yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry I missed, you know, not being born. <laughs> 30 years earlier. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I miss him not being able to see Leonard Skinner do like Freebird back in their prime like fucking 50 or 60, not 60 years ago, but like maybe 40 years ago yeah. or something. 
Fair enough. I don't know who else I missed. I still missed, I, I still missed Kings of Leon back when they were performing in smaller clubs. Uh, I think we talked and, about the last yeah, time. We, yeah, we talked about Kings of Leon already, but I'm just We saying, missed them at their last small concert yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, I think singing at a small concert would have been good. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> this is a guy's... We're going to be leaving all the burps in. <laughs> <laughs> that was also John. What about, <laughs> quiet, you. What about you, Dan? Is there a show you missed, or does it have to be a show? Was there? You know what the good thing is is uh, for a long time I would have loved to have said that uh, I I would I would I wish uh, I I <laughs> wish, wish I, I would have seen the darkness at the Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, you know, originally, from, right? Like as we described in previous podcasts. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're ver- when they first came out with, I believe, in a thing called Love, their permission to land. But uh, quite honestly, I, I'm happy that now we've seen them, and Three uh, times. you've been redeemed. We've been redeemed. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen the Pumpkins in '96, '97, the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Uh, but I probably leave it at that. Oh, Led Zeppelin. Can I mention also Led, yeah, Led Zeppelin well, would have lo- would have loved to have been to the. 2007 Led Zeppelin reunion Here's concert what I, in London. I want to ask you guys. We were talking about this on the balcony a couple minutes ago. You we're guys not playing right now? What's that? We're not playing right now? We're not playing right now. This is real talk. Cowabunga. This right. is R. Kelly real talk. You just saw the two of you guys, uh, Hart and John Bottom presents Jason Led Zeppelin. Jason Bottom presents Led Zeppelin. Yeah. How was that show? So this was like Jason Bottom is the uh, son of, the son of John, John Bottom, John Bottom the who's drummer. the drummer of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, who and passed away. Passed away. So you saw like the Led Zeppelin, I'm doing air quotes, experience right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how was that show? He put together, well, he. Uh, I don't know. He, I mean, he did a great job of putting together. We missed a little bit of the beginning of the show, so we uh, we missed a couple of the, the hits because they were Not the opening much. band for Heart. Yeah, we okay. missed, we, I don't know, we missed a you few missed Stairway to Heaven? But they, yeah, uh, they sounded great, man. Like they, yeah. like the singer, the singer was spot on. Had, yeah, he was basically, could, like imitate uh, Robert, Robert Plant, Plant and like nice. throughout his like entire vocal range, like he was amazing. He looked nothing <laughs> like him. He was like this ball headed, ball headed like <laughs> a skinhead kind of looking. Dude. Kind of a Michael Stipe, Billy Corgan esque. Uh, okay. Yeah, except thicker and yeah. more like you know. <laughs> well, Billy, Billy Corgan's looking a little uh, bigger, so yeah, yeah know, maybe whatever. in there. But he, I don't know. He was good. He sounded great. Um, yeah, like the band had good intensity. I'd, I'd love to see them at a smaller venue, like yeah. where they had like you know all their own gear, or whatever. They'd be great. Like, they're pretty yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were good. They're like you know, if I was really like if that was the whole focus of the show, that probably yeah. would have been good enough by itself. We were, we were kind of talking about. It. I found it was weird that Hart uh, did a tour with kind of like a Led Zeppelin uh, based band. But you know, we were talking about this how. The lead singer, singer of Heart. What's her name? Uh, do we know the lead singer? Uh, it's I always uh, it's oh, Wilson. Wilson. Well, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. There's Nancy and yeah, yeah. Nancy's the the guitarist. But I, yeah. I find it just weird that we were at a, at a yeah, Heart concert Heart. to begin with. <laughs> but you know, Nancy's also a great singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, too. What's, what's it's not Anne, like Wendy Anne, 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 Anne Wilson. Okay. Anne Wilson yeah. If I had to choose though between Heart and like Led Zeppelin, even like well, if it was Led Zeppelin, the original band, I would go see Led Zeppelin. But like. Heart and the Led Zeppelin tribute band. I like Heart. I like more Heart songs than I do Led Zeppelin. Like Crazy on You, Barracuda is a great song. What? No, Led Zeppelin original full fucking everyone there. Robert Plant. Everybody. I'll go see Led Zeppelin. But a tribute band like John Bottoms. Uh, Led Zeppelin yeah, compared to Heart. I'll you're comparing Heart. vegetables yeah, well, to fruits here, man. Let's see a live band that sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin. Okay. 
No, I'm going to see Heart. I love. I, just to go see Crazy on You. The interesting thing is, yeah. though, John. I mean, this is this is why the concert was put together this way. Mm-hmm. Heart on their own. Yes. Can probably play Massey Hall. That's true. Which so, is a, for anyone outside of Toronto is a small theater, like 2,500. 2, 2,500. It's a great. So ba- uh, if venue. you can package yourself up with Led Zeppelin experience, because you obviously can't get Led Zeppelin. A yeser. It definitely does. Why it wouldn't definitely you? Definitely does sweeten a deal. It, it does, does. It yeah. It like goes for me being like, uh, no, I'm not going to go see it. To be like, oh, no, you know. yeah, and, I guess and I'm, I'm the reason I say that is because I've seen Hart do previous shows like this. They've done like like Hart with, and, and you know, I could be wrong here, but like Hart with, um, who's the band that's photographed? The New Odds. No, the band photographed. The Presidents of the United States of America with Peach. No, Def Leppard. <laughs> So like Hart, <laughs> oh, yeah, <right. laughs> okay. No, no, no. Photograph, but but Hart's done things like like Hart and Def Leppard. You know, right. like, like bands yeah, are like yeah. like together. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of people go see them, but yeah. apart maybe not. So yeah, and they, okay. Yeah, they sort of they sort of match up a little bit, and like Hart's entire encore was them performing with the Led Zeppelin Experience, and they were doing all Led Zeppelin songs. And it, they and appreciate somehow, the fact yeah. that we still yeah. left after the first song, but yeah, I was thought I missed Cashmere. Mm, yeah. <laughs> We left off on the last concert chaos, which we talked about all best concerts we've ever been to. This week, I have a couple different things I want to talk about if we have enough time, but we got to start with worst concerts we've ever been to. And so we, we all kind of teased bad concerts we've been to, but uh, I know, Sean, you said one of your worst concerts was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. And Dan and I, one of the worst concerts we went to... Which I think the three of us were at were, was Phoenix at Sound Phoenix, Academy. Phoenix kind of sucked, yep. And another, yep. <laughs> so maybe let, let's talk a little bit about Phoenix. Because there's a few, few things I want to say. Like, Phoenix is one of my favorite bands. I'm going to break this down. Sean is running to the gentleman's room. So it's going to be Dan and I for a second. <laughs> oh, sorry. We'll turn down Sean's mic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, the bathroom's down the hall. You don't have to do this here, you fucking crazy guy. Okay, so let, let's talk about Phoenix for a second. They played at the Sound Academy, and anyone who's not in Toronto, what, what's your opinion about the Sound Academy? It's a, it's a concert hall in Toronto. So the Sound Academy would be great if mm-hmm. it was located close to transit. Yeah. It would also be great if it didn't all funnel down until... It was basically a Y shape that funnels down to where Kochuk is. Yeah. Um, and if the acoustics were good. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like basically to get to Sound Academy is fine. When you're leaving Sound Academy, there's no way you're getting a cab. It's in like the middle of like industrial USA. Like there's nothing around you to get. There's no subway, no bus stops, no shit like that. To get to Kochuk, it takes about 10 million years because there's everybody going for it. Yeah, so, like next, so next time, like Concert Chaos Part 3, yeah. I'm going to request either we have bedpans or diapers. <laughs> or catheters or, or something. Or catheters, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that, too. It would make it much smoother. Anyways, go ahead. True, then we wouldn't have to add sound effects. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, you'll, Did you, you have hear to... the toilet? Can you hear it? Then? Uh, maybe, but you'll have to listen because Dan totally dissed you when you ran to the washroom. Oh, so. that's I added some sound effects for oh, you. He added some sound effects. So When he goes to the washroom, you can add, add your own sound effects. True. Like, but, oh, I'm Dan. It's more like going to the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one will get because I cut that shit out, but I'll mention that later. Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm really disappointed of all the shit that you left in. I know. 
So here, here, let me break down. This is a uh, first scoop about the podcast. So when we did Concert Chaos, there's one point when uh, clearly we were all drunk when we did it because anyone who listened to it could tell we weren't sober. But we I weren't not drunk. We weren't not not <laughs> drunk. I went to the washroom at one point, and when I, I, I feel like I left you guys, I'm like, here's a question. Talk about this experience of some concert. And then I came back, and I when I was editing the podcast, it was a full two minutes of me in the, the bathroom. You guys go on. Actually, it was just me. It was just, yeah, just Sean going. <laughs> well, it's because Dan was crashing and burning, so I, <laughs> yeah. I, I needed to kind of fill in the, the gaps there. And, you had you to know. get in there. That's but, another yeah. name for Brick Breaker. But, but yeah. to be fair, I mean, despite your editing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it sounded flawless. It should, that whole sounded, I, sh- I, still, I still maintain that the two minutes of farting would have made it even better. Well, but uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Dave Pilon, who may be listening right now. Dave, tell him to check it out. Yeah, he well, we love he, Dave. He, My he main man, to, Dave. He did listen to Ka- Concert Chaos. Was he? He was the guy at the Green Day concert, right? Yeah, he was the, Dave, green, he was the green Day the, concert. The concert guy. where Dan and I got very drunk by accident with food poisoning at Green Day. Well, that's 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 the excuse they used. Yeah, that's what we they said. Both, they both drank too much yeah. and vomited all over the place <laughs> in my in my dorm room. Anyway, no, it was unusual. That's another. Yeah. That's, that's for Concert Chaos Part Three. Three, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like Dave listened to nice. to your show and he thought he thought it was great because we he thought we sounded like kind of like Howard Stern, you know, or how yeah. like all, all our our stories kind of like intertwine and we sort of like break off in tangents, but you sort yeah. of rein it back in or whatever. Like, and I kind of agreed with him. I thought it still like it sounded pretty good despite how drunk we were and despite yeah. the fact that we had to start over like seven times. Oh, I know. And even like Val's in the back room just laughing at us and like <laughs> on the side here, so. So through the magic of podcasting, we all have fresh drinks now, which is fantastic. But We all have backups for our backups. Backups for the backup drink. And now that Dan's in the gentleman's room, right. do you want to have, do you want to have a rebuttal for what he was saying I to need, you? Well, first of all, I need to know what he said first. Oh, really? Really? That was Dan's move. Really? Okay, fine. Good Beautiful. evening. You have a, Dan, you have a drink on the uh, floor over there. And may I, can I just say this about Dan? He, you had some chips and you left the, uh, the the chip clap thing on the ground there. So I'm a little disappointed with you right now. Good evening. <laughs> there you go. That's your catchphrase. Everyone likes your good evening phrase. Okay. So, Dan, how's the diarrhea? <laughs> yes, I'm drinking uh, Hogarden to see. We were talking about Phoenix before we I pitted you guys. This is what I do as a host. I feel like Howard Stern putting you guys against each right. other with sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> but we were talking about the Phoenix show. So Dan and I were saying about Sound Academy. The venue just sucks ass. Like the acoustics suck. It's in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and just But like if like if you get some cream for that rash. Oh hell. Like it'll be uh, You're right. So it is in the middle of nowhere. It's crazy. These and... guys, you guys live together for how long? Like five years, four years? All right. Best of friends. We lived amongst each other, yes. I'm not sure if it's available over the counter, though. You may have to <laughs> that. I feel bad for 605 shattering the uh, friendship that was here <clears throat> before. But I don't know. The, the Phoenix show, I, from what I remember, I, I feel like Phoenix just themselves didn't really do much to blow me away. Well, the concert itself was so forgettable that Exa- the only thing I remember about it is the venue being so shitty, so which shit. I think Dan already described, right? Yeah. So. And even like your sister came out for this show, I think, right? Yeah. And it's just, I remember going to it, being excited, being like, I love, they just put out their, what, Wolfgang, Amadeus, Phoenix album, like their big, huge their album. Their big, big album, yeah. And they played all those big, big songs and just like standing there being like, okay, nothing, Total nothing's blowing down. me away. There's nothing yeah. cool. 
The other thing I was going to say, at the same venue, uh, Sound Academy, Val and I saw with Val's brother, Brendan, saw she and him. She and him is Zoe Deschanel from New Girl with uh, M. Ward. They're like the big band, big like indie band. And they were just awful. And I couldn't tell if it was, again, a mixture of like the venue just sucking. Like Zoe Deschanel just kind of stood there and sang her songs, didn't really do much. And the rest of the backup band just kind of like played their songs along. And I remember being like so excited to see this this concert. And they just kind of, it was just like a throwaway show. So I don't know if they just didn't like being here or they were tired or what, but... Well, I get, I don't know, I get sort of the impression with a band like that, it's about them thinking that they're they're geniuses and they can yeah. do no wrong, right? I don't well, know. Well, the problem is Zoe Deschanel, she's like a big TV star and new girl. She has like, well, she's been in movies yeah, and that's stuff. Yeah, my point. It's like, oh, she's a, you know, she's she can do anything, right? Yeah. So she doesn't have to put any effort into it, right? But, but, but what I want to know is, so we talked about this in the sorry, first... Sorry, Zoe, by the way, if you're listening, I... You know, I have nothing against you. I think you're really cute. So. Well, I, I'm in love with uh, Hannah Simone, who's on New oh, Girl. Oh yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. She she touched my shoulder once in an uh, elevator back in the Much Ooh, Music days. Growing and, up. <laughs> oh yeah. It was me, Hannah Simone, and Robin Thicke. <laughs> who Robin Thicke now is the biggest song of the summer. The three of us were in. So, a, was it you knew Robin Thicke? What? No, I told. <laughs> no, he was also he was also in an elevating here, device with. Uh, anyone who oh, okay. he yeah. was the guest at that, that, yeah. that time. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna nice. tell the story right, right. super quick. This was in episode two, so people maybe don't remember this. No, you, well, you've told me the Hannah Simone elevator oh. story, but I didn't realize Robin Thicke was there, and he's more relevant now because yeah, he's got exactly. that fucking song, right? Blurred lines, which I love. Blurred. Robin Thicke, by the way, if you're listening. You Anyways, the hardest no. bitch in this place. That's my favorite line. Robin, think if you can introduce me to that girl in your video. Which one? Be all over it. The one. <laughs> Any of the, them? The, the, you know, the, every, anybody who watches the video knows which one. I'm Robin, think your dad's great. I'll have to look up your song. Alan, think from uh, Growing Pains. Yeah. But very. Yeah, I'll have to look up the song. It's popular, apparently. Very quickly, I was very upset with Alan Thick, or not Alan Thick, Robin Thick. It was me and Hannah Simone in an elevator going up. And then we were going up, and all these people were like, give us the elevator. Is Robin Thicke, all of his people, going up to the uh, Much Music floor or whatever. And I was just like, they got off, so it was just me and Hannah Simone alone in the elevator. She's like, who was that? I was like, oh, I think that was Robin Thicke. You know, he's, uh, he has this song out, whatever it was, three years ago. And Hannah Simone's like, oh, I was talking to Nelly, Furta- Nelly, Tuf- Fuck it. Nelly Furtado three days ago. And she's like, yeah, Al- uh, Robin Thicke's in town. What's going on? There's a beer just hanging out over there. We're all good. My favorite part from our, our first podcast was when Sean's like, we're the three stooges. We're like, what? And then Dan knocked your, knocked your beer over. We're like, whoa. Well, it's Easy. Like, are, you, are, you like, are you deliberately resting it on the edge of that? Like, <laughs> This is just danger right now over there where this beer is. Secure. I guess it's not. I don't know. There's a beer just, I'll just let that resting on the there. edge of a chair right now. And we're hoping for the best. All right, fine. Okay, what I really want to know, though, is... <coughs> Excuse me, sorry, that, that ginger beer is spicy after all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't even believe you like this ginger beer, but... It's going down... It. He just yeah. likes to prove the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to be... I hate being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent. It's fantastic. Wow. This wow. gasoline is terrific. I want, what I want to know is, I am I was blown away by when you said one of your worst concert experiences was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, man. And this is with John Frusciante? John Frusciante. We, yeah. the, uh, people told me they want to hear this because Val and I, uh, Chili Peppers came to Toronto maybe five months ago. And we wanted to go. And I remember you were here with us being like, don't go. Especially now that John Frusciante is not there. It's 
fucking shit. So yeah. can you, you you've okay, seen them a so, couple of times maybe? So I've seen yeah, I've seen the Chili Peppers twice. I saw okay. them once. Uh, sorry, no, I've seen them twice in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time I was living in Toronto, so that's why I thought. Um, yeah, I've seen them twice in Montreal. The first time I was like 16 years old. It was just after Californication came out, which Fantastic. I think is probably like their best album. If you know, some people would probably argue Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but I think Californication yeah. is their best album for sure. Best, one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Um, and I was really excited to see them. I sort of like it was a little bit of a weird kind of experience because it was a it was we were 16 and I was going to school outside of. Uh, Montreal at the time I was I went to school uh, in out in Ontario yeah and I had a bunch of a couple of a uh, bunch of friends come down two of them were girls and we're all 16 years old oh hey kinda, so well yeah it's kind of it's hey kinda, girl it's kind of awkward with the parents and stuff like that yeah. you know so basically my buddy Dave ended up crashing at my place that night but the girls had to get picked up by one of their dads that yeah. night so it's a bit of an awkward uh, thing getting down there we had to take the train and blah blah blah. So we got there. My friend Dave had been working like you know, uh, early mornings on a farm that morning, <laughs> okay. whatever. So Weird. we finally, so we finally got there, and we were all kind of tired, whatever. So we were, I think we were already a little bit, like you're in a mood or we, something. We're not in a mood to yeah. like you know be fully like go rock to see a out. We're rock. not, we're not drunk. We're 16 years. Well, I guess we could have been drunk at 16. You're, you're from Montreal, we, we, right? We were good kids. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like basically, uh, first concert, um, uh, the Stone Temple Pilots opened up. They were cool. Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah. Scott Weiland? Cool, man. Yeah. Is this during like his heroin phase or is he like, is he uh, like, how's he <laughs> hold, doing? Hold on, John. There's no, there's no, was it during his heroin phase? It was like, was it between one of his heroin <laughs> yeah. phases? Which heroin phase yeah, was I'm it? I'm not sure. I wasn't really up on the Stone Temple Pilots at that okay. time. All I knew is that they were pretty good. I, didn't, I didn't, Wait. wasn't familiar. They had that big song. Did they do Sour Days Girl of the Week? The oh, yeah. Did oh, they, they do Sour Days of the Week? Sour Girl was there, yeah. No, was Days of the Week was, was after. after. Okay. That's cool. Okay. So That's they, were, they were, you know, they were pretty good. He they're was a headlining he band. Was definitely, yeah, he was a headlining, they were a headlining band. He definitely had charisma. You do the they, psychedelic they dancing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. We're all, we're all doing no like one can alien. see them. Yeah, alien yeah. arms. Yeah, and then the, the Chili Peppers came out, and they were again very forgettable. I don't really very remember very much of that concert. The only wow. thing I really remember was uh, at one point uh, it was a few songs in when uh, when Flea started the concert. He came out. He was wearing like a like a little vest. Okay. He had no shirt underneath, but he had a little yeah. vest and whatever. He was dancing. Was his cock kind of flying in the wind, or was no, it was covered no, up? There was no, no cock. Like, okay. You know, this no, is, this ironically, is this, is, this, is, this is not early nineties. This is late nineties. Oh, okay. So so he came out, and then as the show progressed, like he took his his vest off and he was going shirtless yeah. and playing at the car, guitar. But then at one point, this is cool. And at one point, he like he put his vest back on and he went up to the microphone. It was between songs. He's like, "It's cold in this motherfucker." What? So I'm like, "This is which a means rock the energy yeah, is like, how are you cold? Lights. It's the oh. Bell Center in Montreal or the Molson Center, whatever the fuck olé, it's called. Back olé, then. olé, olé, olé. It's like you don't olé. like you're not supposed to be cold no. at that point. Like the air conditioning Ugh. has to be on really high for it yeah. to be to be for him to be cold. So for me, He's that not that, that, it. that itself was a sign that like. There was there was something wrong with that show. It wasn't quite right. Like obviously some of the fans were still into it, but the but the Chili Peppers weren't really delivering, or something was yeah. going wrong. And it and I and that to me was confirmed the next time I saw them, which was 
I don't know, five years later or three yeah. years later, whatever the hell it was, wow. when Stadium Arcadium came out. It was, it was way later. It's like 2007 or something, maybe. Where was that? What's that? ACC? No, that was in Montreal as well. That was at the same same venue. I was on the floors this time. I was in much better seats. Last the previous time I was in nosebleeds. Yeah. And, like, they had this, like, spectacular light show or whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, it was, like, I remember a little bit more about that concert. I just remember, like, they, they sounded very good. Like, they were technically very good. Yeah. And this is John Frusciante again, sir? John Frusciante was there okay. again. John Frusciante has, like, he, uh, at, at the, uh, all the shows I've seen him do, he does, like, a little, um, solo. Usually, it's usually, yeah, he does a little solo. It's usually, like, the third or fourth song into yeah. the show, and he'll do a little thing where it's, like, it's usually a cover. He did a Simon and Garfunkel thing, I think, that, that oh, show. Cool. He's previously done, uh, like, sort of more obscure songs. He did something about, I think, the Shondells or something like, like one cool. year. Nice. Uh, but he does, he's, and he's, you know, he's so talented. He's such a great guitarist, yeah. and he has great voice, Fuck and he's yeah. like, this little soulful little bit, and yeah. he gets everybody riled up. I remember that being great. And and the rest of the show again, it sounded good. Like they were not bad. Kiedis never seemed like he was that into it. And okay. then it, like that con- was confirmed again when it was encore time, and they yeah. came out and they did I think under the bridge or something like that. And then yeah. it was like the band was like playing, and it seemed like they were ready to play. And then all of a sudden, like Anthony Kiedis just kind of walked off stage. And, Who was he? And, Brian Wilson? Just I don't walking know. He just, like, he just like he just kind of meandered off, and like yeah. the band kept playing for a bit, and then and they, that was it. And then they sort of just stopped, and <laughs> that's like, weird. Thank you very much. Good night. And that was it. So they're just they're just. It's not so much that they were bad. It's almost they're like so, a live up so to the hype. Yeah, it's almost I mean, like a moody. Yeah, they're just so volatile and i guess it's especially ketis and i you know and it's disappointing that you know their mm. their like real talent who is john frusciante is yeah. also so messed up himself because he's right. you know he is the as far as i'm concerned the heart and soul of that band right? for sure like he should be the front man and almost and you know in mm. some ways almost and he, right? he's still with them no no he's not and that's why their last album was terrible yeah because <laughs> he had nothing to do with any of the songwriting so as gotcha. far as I know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he he could. Maybe he's credited for some of the songs. Uh, I don't really think sure. he does anything with them anymore. But he's oh easy now. We just got into a uh, chair war, Jocelyn. Yeah, Hello. hold on. Yeah, which so you you talk about the whole Chili Peppers thing, and when Val and I wanted to see him, this is like post John Frusciante, <laughs> and it's just like I love I like I like Anthony Kiedis, I like Flea, I like Chad the drummer, but it's just you do feel like John Frusciante is like the heart and soul. Where he's gonna put in like, I feel like he would be the hardest working guy in the Chili Peppers. Where he'll just give like everything to like all his guitar solos and yeah. and all this shit. He's also like he's also the most visibly talented yeah. guy on stage. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not, that's not the bad mouth like Flea or yeah. or uh, Chad. Uh, what the hell is his last name? Chad. Uh, Chad. Fer- he looks like Will Ferrell. Yeah. Drummer. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Chad Ferrell. Bass, doesn't matter. Very, very good. At, like uh, from what I understand, Flea is actually a really good bassist, but mm. it's hard to. It's, it's bass is always look It's sort of hard to identify a really good bassist, and but you can hear like he's got the great riffs in a lot of yeah. like Californication songs, sure. or whatever. But yeah, he's just like he's so he's so talented, but so like addled with drugs and everything like that, and. and you know, but he's got some great solo stuff. You guys, you guys ever want to listen to some good, good um, yeah. music by somebody who's who's uh, broken away from their band? It's uh, John Frusciante. He's he's got some really weird stuff too. I, I like his. He, you know what the thing is? He, Are we still year, on? Yeah, we're still still going. Excellent. 
He has one year. He put out four solo CDs and one, four, maybe even more than four solo CDs. But the next band I want to talk about, you guys have been to. I've never seen, but I know you, you both didn't like them. Was Sloan? Can you talk about Sloan? Seeing them live, right? You, you guys <laughs> didn't like Sloan, or did maybe one did you like them, or were you disappointed? I know what, I'll let Dan answer this one. I I know I know Sean and likely eh, maybe you two were disappointed. Um, Sloan is an interesting one because I think Sloan has a lot of great radio songs. I felt that the performance that we saw, essentially, the problem with Sloan is is that they're also self-produced. And the problem with that is, and, and when I say self-produced, I should also say that basically self, it feels like they're self-managed as well, in that they don't have anybody to filter them so that their live show has a lot of performances by people on vocals that might not necessarily be on vocals with other bands <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's to say the least yeah yeah so like they they well, do they but, do have a lot of great radio songs but you know it, it's also a lot of production and it's also a lot of filtering out the guys who shouldn't be performing so you think it's it's more of a management issue or is it more of a produ- producer issue because to me, the, to me, to me, their radio songs are good. Like they're well produced. Like they sound. Yeah. They sound, yeah. So maybe not good, a production they're good, issue. Well, they're good, well written songs that are catchy for the radio. Yeah. But when it comes down to actually performing them live, it's not that they say that those particular songs sound bad. But then they have, yeah, they have like these weird like choices of songs that with weird musicianship and whatever that sounds very. It's you know it doesn't fit in the mold. It doesn't fit, and it, it's like I, I'm I feel bad for saying something like this because like you know I'm a terrible musician. I can't play you know get, get the no, guitar, me too. guitar to save my life. But it almost feels very amateurish. Some of the songs that they played that night, yeah, or that afternoon, whatever. And it was like literally like I, I had had enough, and I was getting ready to leave. And then Dan really wanted to see was it Money City Maniacs or whatever. Yeah, which is a great did, song. Did, did, we, did we end up seeing that song? I, you know what? I think we heard it as we were waiting for the ferry or something because okay, it was like right. one of the encores because after it was just like, like, it was like twelve we, other songs. We were waiting for that song and it was the, like there was one guy that came on. I don't know. He was like the fourth vocalist yeah. that they have on that band. That band, and he came on. It was just like it was listening to like a bad high school band or something. Oh, you know what shit. I mean? It was like, yeah. it was really bad. And I'm like, okay, I've had enough. This is so know. yeah. No, so I think in a Plus sense, they were following Thornley too, who is you, know, you can't follow. Yeah, them. yeah it's tough. But but I think the answer to Sean's question because it's a good one is yeah. I don't know then if it's maybe production because they they put out the right singles it's that there's nobody to basically filter their set list live and and really you know you, you can't have songs at a certain level and then hits and then mm-hmm. and then songs that you you know I don't want to say just barely made the album but you, there's a different level there that that maybe they need some some kind of uh, I don't know second second guess on or second yeah. work on, but I mean like their like their songs themselves are very Canadiana. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? for sure. Like, like, I mean, pop Rocky. Canadian, like Canadian music's evolved lately. I mean, like you know, we have Drake, when you have Bieber, we have fucking Carly Rae Jepsen. Evolved, yeah. like, evolved we, we, in some we, ways. We have a lot of like, <laughs> we have a lot of like pop song artists now too, but Canadian music has been you know to me has been historically more like. Yeah. sort of rocky folk kind of thing and for sure and lightfoot and sloan definitely like fits into that mold and their 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 songs are good i think they're well written i think they're good yeah, well oh. ca- catchy songs i just don't you said it yourself i don't think they're exceptional musicians mm-hmm. and i don't think there's they have any like 
protect particularly like gifted individuals on on their band they're all like solid musicians none of them are great musicians they just do better with some of the combinations, I guess. Well, they do well in a in a studio where they maximize their yeah. they maximize their sound, right? So. It's like I was saying, like the whole time we talked about the Chili Pepper, it's like, oh, John Frusciante, this, this, and that. There's no one in Sloan. You're like, that's the John Frusciante of Sloan. Well, I'm also like, no, I've also never been as big of a follower of, of Sloan. Uh, Sloan. <laughs> yeah, that's the Chili Pepper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, True. Sloan's uh, their best is still not as good as the Chili Peppers. Well, maybe if there were more cock socks during concerts, maybe, you know, I they're just know. more naked maybe. and stuff like that. Oh, you almost heard you. Okay, there, there's two two more concerts I want to talk about. Then we'll move on to something else. <clears throat> one of them is going to definitely rile up Dan. And one of them might rile up Sean a little bit. Oh, sorry. I don't know who that was. That was one of these guys. I'm going to go with the uh, contra that might rile up Dan a little bit more. So do you want to talk a little bit about Widemouth Mason? Because this is – we've talked about Big Sugar before. Yeah. Big Sugar, which is uh, Gordy Johnson's band. Anyone in Canada will definitely know Big Sugar, but – uh, we've seen Big Sugar slash Grady, who is uh, fronted by Gordy Johnson, a yeah. bunch of times over the last few years. And Notably, Sean and I saw Grady at El Macambo, which is fantastic. A very tiny, yeah, good, yeah. tiny bar in Toronto. <clears throat> not even a, not even a yeah. Concert, they got a low marketing bar, budget, right? so the turnout wasn't actually that big either. It was good. Yeah. And uh, Queens of the Stone Age performed there once. Really? Wow. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. It, it was one of the sur- their surprise shows. Bum, kind of. They're playing the That's ACC now. Concerts. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I'd, love to see, I'd love to see Queens of the Stone Age. But I, I wish I was there. I'm sorry I missed that. There you go. That, back to the earlier <laughs> yeah, question. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wide Mouth Mason always seems to open up for Big Sugar because apparently Gordy Johnson, lead singer of Big Sugar, <laughs> oh, not apparently. He not is. apparently, my he friend. He is in, in Wide Mouth Mason. He is, yeah, and you know that, yeah. I've just never liked Wide Mouth Mason, and I've now seen them four times maybe in my life. Yeah. How is that possible? Because anytime John's I see probably Big, seen Big Sugar. probably twice, but yeah. <laughs> anytime I see Big Sugar, I see Wide Mouth Mason. Yeah. I don't technically like him. I don't think – I think the lead singer who's in Big Sugar's backup – Vocal band, maybe he's okay, but I don't know. You like big, you like Wide Mouth Mason. Yeah, well, so. Wide Mouth Mason's decent. Um, they have the guy has a higher vocal, I think, than a standard in a lot of rock songs. We are Wide Mouth Mason. Yeah, they don't sound like Sleuth, <laughs> but they are big, pretty they good. Had a big '90s song. What they had one. one uh, they had song. a really good song called "Rained Out Parade." Was one of their last big singles. They also had "Why." Do you want to sing some of the lyrics to? to we are. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that many injustice. <laughs> injustice. But, I don't think uh, you can do any injustice to White can Mouth Mason. Like, can you put in like some White Mouth Mason? Could you I'll, be I'll, my baby? Why? I, do I not... don't understand. Which... Why? It's driving me crazy. Why? Can... I don't understand. <laughs> Do, 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 do. That's that's pretty much it. That's, that's one of their big songs. Close your eyes. You will not be able to tell. Was that Dan or was that White Mouth Mason? You will not be able to tell I, the I difference. Felt like I was at that. Con- yeah. What you, that was an awesome concert. What do you mean? That was like awesome. White Mouth Mason. I changed my view on <laughs> Why them. Why haven't you gone to more than four <laughs> concerts, John? What the fuck? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, and that's and you know that's really my perspective on. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, and yeah. Then, and Gordy Johnson does a phenomenal job on bass for them. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's the other concert. Uh, <laughs> That was really good. Thank you, Dan, for singing uh, Wide Mouth Mason for us. You can thank Sean Verreau for that. That's the lead singer. Sean O? 
Sean Vareau, he's my inspiration. Sean Vareau. The fucking rat face, bleach blonde hair guy. He's uh, the lead singer of... Why I feel bad now if he listens anyways, to the podcast. Next time we need to like, remind somebody yeah. like, what the song sounds like, we'll just get Dan to do we'll it. We'll get Dan to like, do he's it. He's obviously good at it. Can, so. can you sing some of your soup songs, Dan? Soup? Soup? You have yeah, soup You have soup you songs? Have soup yeah. songs? I don't know what you're talking about. Avocado, avocado. Say my name. Say, how does it go? Uh, That's Destiny's Child. Yeah, but, <laughs> you, but, you have but, a soup song. Yeah, how does it, how does it, there's a soup song that goes along with that, though. Is there? Super avocado, avocado, <laughs> avocado, avocado, <laughs> avocado. Oh, John, you're so crazy. <laughs> Give us one soup song, just to remind you. Wicked tie, wicked tie, wicked tie, wicked wicked tie, wicked tie, wicked tie, wicked tie. I don't even know what a wicked tie is. <laughs> wicked tie. Wicked Thai is a wicked, great wicked Thai soup. What's in chicken it? and uh, and Wicked Thai combination. I'm intrigued. Sound, sounds like a New Orleans soup. Listeners of <laughs> Live at 605, please check out Wicked Thai. Just check out your Wicked Thai and this, email this me. Episode, this episode of Live at 605 is sponsored by Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai. Sounds like Howard Stewart, Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai now. Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai. Wicked Thai. Okay. Uh, it's going to be ha- hard to follow Wicked Tie, say my name, but... Ah, 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 cramp, cramp, cramp. Cramp? Oh. It's okay. Go ahead. Sean, brought to you by Charlie Horse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all crazy. Ow. Um, the, the last shitty concert I want to talk on. about... Ah. Are you uh, Bruce from Family yes, Guy? that's the question. Or, okay, so last shitty concert, me, Val, Dan, and our good friend ah. Melissa Ferris went to... Your friends in Kings of Leon, I oh, thought yeah. were complete Aspergers. I thought they sucked. They played the Molson Amphitheater. Now wait a second. Yes? Aspergers is a, is a very I didn't mean Aspergers, terrible... like the, the terrible. I meant like Aspergers. Like there, are, Asp- there are a lot of kids who really suffer from that particular syndrome, so don't. No, I, don't, sorry. Don't, I, I might edit. No. Like, yeah. I didn't mean people with the syndrome Aspergers. I meant as. Asshole, Asperger. They just sucked it. They were horrible. Yeah, there are a lot of gay people who. Well, the first episode we did together, <laughs> fucking Boys Town Brew was sponsored by Boys Town Brew. Your secret safe with us. All right. We just brewed a new uh, Boys Town Brew. It's all for guys who just want to have fun and fucking okay. live life. Right. But King Anyways. of Leon, King of Leon, Sean and I talked about this. We tried to see them at like their last small venue, the. Phoenix, maybe? No, it was Cool House. Cool, cool House? house cool House. Cool house yeah. I know that. We tried to see them. This was before their big, like, um, Sex on Fire album. We, You and I went, and no one, no one was selling tickets. You couldn't get scalp tickets. The scalpers were trying to buy tickets. So cut fast forward two, three years later, me, Val, Sean, me, Val, Dan, and Ferris saw them at the amphitheater. And oh, we Ferris was there there too? I think you were supposed. I think Ferris took your ticket because you were working. Right, probably. Makes sense. Yeah, they did yeah. their hits. Uh, right, yeah. Sex on fire, sex on fire. Sex on fire. But sex on fire, sex on fire. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was a, yeah, okay. yeah. I just remember them not blowing me away. <laughs> Y'all all right over there? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I agree with you, John. Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say we were at like the very back of the lawns of the amphitheater and it's just I feel like if you're a big bolstering rock band like Kings of Leon you should just whether you're at the very front or the very end of the crowd you should just be able to blow them away with like 
your your ability to sing, your your guitars, your drums, this or that. Adequate volume. Yeah, they just kind of <laughs> seem to stand there and perform and be like, Toronto, we love you. But the other problem I think was I think two days before that, some bird like shit in all their mouths. Wasn't that the big story? Pigeons were like shitting yeah, in one their, of their, their mouths. Or something, yeah. I just remember being like, that's a big problem how does that happen that's like that's, Did you a, not that's see a natural that? disaster no what go to youtube type type uh kings that's of leon big news. pigeons poop in their mouths or shit in their mouth yeah they had to cut a show short because the guy got poop in his mouth <laughs> all these birds like <laughs> shit in their mouths so maybe they're just more like you know cautious of, like that's for like more than one bird shit yeah multiple birds mouth. are shitting all over them poop on the stage in your yeah mouth. Okay, but, Shitting on him or shitting in his mouth? Because if he in was, his mouth, yeah. I had near so multiple. Like he, that sounds like he has to be like trying to catch it. Yeah, see, like I, he's almost see, see, I didn't hear. I didn't hear multiple. All I heard was the guy got hit with bird shit and it was like, oh, and they walked off stage. Over. Yeah, uh, I don't remember that at all. It was. It was. It was the same. This was pro- not last year. The year two years ago, we saw them, and it was right before, right after bird shit in their faces or their mouths, whatever it was. Either way, they came out. They played the whole show. They were good. They played all their big songs. It sounded great, but it's just nothing kind of blew me away. Like, I would have – it was fine. wasn't shitty, but, like, when we see – I also felt like, though, that I was, like, watching a band on DVD. Like, it didn't yeah. feel like we were there. I mean, yes, we were in the lawns, but when I went to see Tom Petty on the lawns, yeah. you you can bet that I felt that I was part of each and every okay. song. Here's an important, I think a really important aspect of all this. How much were you guys drinking at each one of these concerts? For example, Tom Petty versus Kings of Leon. How Probably much? comparable amounts. Really? Well, yeah. Let me put it this way. This is. I feel if I couldn't go to the concert yeah. of Kings of Leon, it means it's probably during the week. It was. It was like a Wednesday It or was something. a Wednesday, yeah, which means that nobody was probably drinking. Whereas Tom Petty, for sure, we were drinking. Yeah, but you also have to do a comparison on the amount of songs that you know. And and while I'll say that Tom Petty is probably a little bit more, there was there's enough like between living with yourself because you were a huge Kings of Leon fan. I, I knew know, a lot I of songs, Sean, and yeah. and it was just kind of like eh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's a combination of both, right? I like part of me is not surprised. Yeah. But part of me is really surprised because I've like I've seen videos of them yeah. performing and they're not they don't have any outrageous like so why, the the theatrics really or whatever. Good. But the guy sounds really good and it seems like they're 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 giving it. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. you know I, and I mean maybe it can be that difference is where you know what you see from like you know mm-hmm. 150 meters out to what you're what you're experiencing there doesn't quite translate you know what i mean if, and if there's no like spe- like theatrics or whatever i don't know yeah well, i wasn't there no fair enough though here's my thing i can... like well tom petty yeah everybody there knows the songs like everybody's there so that's the volume everybody there is has listened to tom petty for 10 15 20 yeah. 30 years right? his his 30 his 25 sets his 25 song set lists is all hit songs. Yeah, and everybody Every there, song. like has known his song for Hits. years. So yeah. everybody there knows the lyrics of the song. That's what makes it great. Mm-hmm. Everybody there can can fucking sing along. Like he, like you know, and he has yeah. a lot of songs that are great for like audience participation. It's like hey baby, hey, baby. you know what I mean? Ooh, like the wow. whole lyrics is 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 right there. Like, yeah, for the audience to participate. I don't know if Kings of Leon has quite that well, same. Here's my thing. You were talking about it's almost like you're watching a DVD. 
this is what surprised me about the Chili Peppers was one of you guys have a Chili Peppers like live DVD. Yeah, which Slane, is Slane Castle, which yeah. is really good. Which I'm like, is great. Yeah, they look fantastic. So that's why I was like, I was surprised when you saw them live. I'm like, from this DVD I watched, which is really well produced and edited, it looks fantastic. So I'm like, fuck. The fact that that's why like that DVD alone made me want to see them live because I'm like. Fucking Anthony Keys is jumping in the ground. You know the camera's fucking three sixty yeah, well, around they, 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 it. Yeah, well, yeah, they have a whole matrix. Of yeah, that kind of thing. But, that, but that, that's a production thing. Though, yeah, right? exactly. That has nothing to do with their performance. Yeah, but so, it made them look so really if you're, good. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'd have to watch it again. That that DVD mm-hmm. again. I, I haven't watched it in quite a while, but I'm yeah. thinking maybe if I watch that show, standing in the back of the yeah. you know hundred thousand people crowd yeah, maybe i true. wouldn't have appreciated it as much you know what i mean yeah they may still have sounded great but are you really going to appreciate their their stage yeah. performance right i mean obviously you know it turned out to be a great dvd and they can obviously play it's just yeah you know figuring out what exactly it, it, it is mm-hmm. what is the it thing that makes that makes the difference between a, a show that you Love and yeah, you know, we'll remember forever and and something that's like completely forgettable. Go ahead. What's Dan? Yeah, no. Um, to add to that, I went to see the Bare Naked Ladies, another great Canadian man. Yes, sir. Um, and I saw them in two thousand. I don't know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when I first came to Ryerson. They were great. And then I saw them again a couple of years later, maybe two thousand nine, two thousand ten, before Stephen Page departed. Yeah. And the second time, it was interesting, both times were at the ACC, the second time they were notably quiet. And I was in, and you know, not to give any misconceptions, I was probably in some of the last rows of the stadium, but there was people in front of us that were yelling, and they were actually disturbing the way you could hear of the show. Oh, really? To the point where like, it was almost like we needed these people to be quiet because we couldn't actually hear what was going on. It was crazy. Wow. So, um, I mean, that also plays into a part of it is, is the actual sheer volume of the concert. So, and that the, was what they the were kind of the venue, too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It plays in the acoustics for sure. Yeah. I remember, like, I saw Bare Naked Ladies in Ottawa at the then time Corral Center with Stephen Page, was good. I think Dan and I, you and I, saw Bare Naked Ladies with Stephen Page at the ACC, which is fun, right? I saw them with you. Here. That might have been the show where it, it was been. so low, yeah. But then uh, me, Dan, and Val saw Stephen Page solo at the uh, Winter Gardens yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. And that was like, uh, Stephen Page on his own was fantastic. Like, it was he's, really good. He's one of those guys who like, I would rather see Stephen Page solo than Bare Naked Ladies minus Stephen Page. Like, I'd rather yeah. see Stephen Page in a smaller venue then Bare Naked Ladies still at like an amphitheater. Yeah, then then Bare Ladies for sure. Then Bare Ladies, but okay. Uh, yeah, oh, go ahead. Just going back to what we were talking about before, like I honestly think that there is some definitely correlation between like the the age of the band or how long they've been around, the size of the venue, and how good the show is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Aerosmith, Aerosmith. We saw Aerosmith in the amphitheater. So yeah, was that, that was good, right? That was good. They shouldn't be good anymore. Like Steven Tyler. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was there with you guys. I'm like, was that good? I was yeah. there with you. Aerosmith is like is 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 ancient. Like Steven <laughs> Tyler is six years his old. Voice is We've still determined good everyone ever. is good at the amphitheater. Thank yeah. you for your sponsorship. Tyler was there. Shouldn't be as good as sure. anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want to get us all some beers? We're getting beers. Yeah. All right. All right. Dan's getting up to get some beers. But again, everybody knows 
Aerosmith yeah. songs, right? Yeah. And I mean, Stephen Tyler, he still has some stage presence, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Tom Petty, he has a little bit of stage presence, but not as much. But everybody knows the songs. Like, everybody yeah. loves it, you know, and everybody mm-hmm. loves the music beforehand. Yeah. You know, Kings of Leon, as good as they are, I don't think they have the same credibility. Even even the Chili Peppers, to a certain extent, like, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not in the right mindset, then maybe you want to – I still I still maintain that the Chili Peppers sucked. Yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what's interesting, yeah. But you know, uh, and you know, the same is probably true for Kings of Leon. I'm just, I'm just trying to theorize well, a little bit because all the, these these classic rock bands, like if yeah. Led Zeppelin came out and they sucked, but they still played Cashmere and you know, yeah. Stairway to Heaven and Whole Lot of Love and you know, all those countless other like great songs that they have, people would still probably be kind of into it because just for the fact that they saw Led Zeppelin, you know what I mean? Well, here's my thing. So let, let's start from Kings of Leon. Let's just say Kings of Leon have. Four or five albums worth, right? Most people know them from their like last two or three albums. They got, let's just say, they have five albums. Yeah. Out of those five albums, they have, let's just say, eight songs that everybody would know. Sex is on fire. Use somebody. Whatever. Let's just say they have eight really okay. well-known songs. Move on to Chili Peppers. From their, let's just say, they have eight albums. They have probably twelve, like 15, 15, 20 songs. Fifteen. Maybe. To 20 amazing songs that everybody knows. Let's move on to Tom Petty, who has whatever album. He has 25, thir- 25 to 30. So it's just like this to see, like, yeah. Kings of Leon, yeah, we love them, but they only know eight great songs. They're going to do a two hour set. So eight great songs mixed in with another seven songs you maybe know, or Chili yeah. Peppers. I love their 15 songs, but they play four songs that I kind of know that I don't like. So it's just kind of. Maybe it has to do with like the longevity and like Tom Petty. You go to his show, you're gonna know pretty much every song he ever plays, unless it's like a Mud Crutch song or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, Kings of Leon. I'm, I'm becoming a little bit disillusioned with them, unfortunately. Have you I, heard their new, their new song? I heard the new song. I don't, I don't really like it. Me honest. neither. No, I, I don't. Like, I don't oh. like it. I think it's very by the numbers kind of not yeah. nothing, nothing interesting about it I thought their last album was actually quite good I love their last album uh, yeah but their new album I think is very uninspired I think it's, there's nothing you know yeah I thought I think I honestly think they should go back to like their uh-huh, you know Shake, uh-huh, shake yeah. this which is the first album I heard you, like I said the person who got me into Kings of Leon before their Sex is on Fire album is Sean you probably had they had what like three albums before their big big album Two or three albums, mm, well, or more. I think, well, their big album was uh, on... because. Oh, no. because of the times, yeah. Was it because of the times? No. Well, I don't even think that was their big. I think they had songs on there that were. No, only only by the night was their big. Yeah, their big which album. had sex because on of the fun. times was before that. Yeah, and that no, that, that's yeah. what got me into them. Was you played that for me? And I was yeah. like, holy fuck, these guys are awesome. But uh, yeah, their 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 first. Big album. Well, their first album, I think, was Aha Shake Heartbreak, yeah. right? And that was a, you know, it was a very like it was a Low rock fi, kind of like, like yeah, it was like barely hill, hill, the hill, lyrics. Hill, yeah, yeah, you couldn't hear what he was saying, whatever. Like it just it was like pure hillbilly rock, and it was like it was great. I remember that. And then album. they've gotten to this fucking like anthem stuff, which some of it, which is good. And they they produce some great. I think you know, I still think. Um, was it Radioactive is great from uh, yeah. their last album sure. and whatever. Like I, th- I, th- I still think they've made some great like songs, but like th- now they're just it seems like they're just catering to this like ballady kind of uh, yeah shit. Radio, top thirty radio. Yeah, but... and it's just uh, 
That's uh, that's record company. Boring. (laughs) Okay, so we've talked about shitty concert experiences, but I want to kind of change things up. And I have a couple uh, who'd you rather situations, but let me ask you this, Dan. Do you remember what your first 19 plus show was? It's like being, like, you know, there's shows that are just shows anyone can go to, and then there's 19 plus where you got to be 19 years of age or older. I think my my first 19 plus show was actually the Green Day show, where you, me, Sean, and uh, Dave went to. Okay. Uh, do Do you remember what your first 19 plus show was? Yeah, I. It's funny enough, I don't remember that ever being an issue. Yeah, well, I remember like maybe clear, clearly Thornley when I, or them. Yeah, when we grew up in like in Canada, I only went to like uh, Bare Naked Ladies or like some 41, but. I think I remember my clearly. I saw my, Courtney Love recently. That'd be a 19 plus show. Yeah, how, how was the Courtney Love? You saw them at the uh, Danforth Music Hall. Yeah. How, yeah, how was she? She was excellent. Um, was she coherent? Was she not? Was she not? Wasn't all strung out or anything? No, no. She she still very much smokes uh, <laughs> and, and smokes between every lyric almost. But uh, uh, no, she was still very good. Did all the hits. She did um, all her whole. Yeah, all, all all the whole song, celebrity skin, um, you name it. Wow. Uh, yeah, she's very well put together in that aspect. Good band, and uh, great venue. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, uh, Green Day was my first nineteen plus show because we went out to that because you guys were still in college and I think I just moved down for like Centennial College and I came down to meet you guys, being like, "Oh my god, Green Day, this is awesome!" During their American uh, Idiot, Idiot Tour. tour. Which, holy fuck, think, think about that was almost eight, nine years ago. In the funny Idiot. thing is, that's actually, and what I realized after was, that was an extremely rare ticket for us to get. Yeah, that because was one that, of the warm-up that album sold like 10 million copies, and we were at the club tour for that album. Like, it was basically the warm-up tour for the, the concert series. We saw them at a small club, and then they came back three months later and played the uh, Air Canada Center or something. Yeah, and two months later, I saw them in Ottawa at uh, the Corral Center, or today the Canadian Tire Center. Okay, so here's the question, Sean. What was your first 19-plus show? I Mine was probably Green Day. $600 on that Green Day show. $600? Could have made $600 on that show, yeah. But what, what well, was I, your... I mean, I guess I would have profited... Oh yeah, if you sold the tickets, right? Sold to those guys who were... well, what was the first like where you were finally legal drinking age show, like nineteen plus show? Do you remember? Ooh. Mine was uh, mine was Green Day with you guys. Oh really? And then either Green Day or maybe like Thornley, but I remember Green Day because I was I just is first year of college for me. I came from Scarborough to meet up with you guys. It was the first time I met Dave. I still didn't really know Sean too much. Then I threw up in your uh, room in and college, then, right, and then you uh, knew yeah. him. And then we right. became best friends because then I threw we, up we, and you took care yeah, of me. Yeah, right. Then we knew each other. Yeah, so do, do you remember your first 19-plus show? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't really. Was it wasn't Chili Peppers you saw them at 6? Was it maybe Green Day? Mm. Tom Arnold? Could, it could comedy? It could have been Green Day, but I was... You were, I you were like... I feel like, I mean, I've, I've seen one, shows before yeah. that, but I don't I don't know what was like the first show that was actually... Yeah, see, I don't know the 19-plus yeah. that I could have actually gone into. I don't remember. Like, if you asked me movie, I could tell you my first 14-plus movie. What's your first 14-plus movie? Like? I know what you did last summer. Oh, wasn't... Um, uh, was an Undercover Brother? No. That was one of I my first... I remember the first movie that I couldn't get into. What was it? And I was with my dad. And I still couldn't get into it. What was it? I like it. I couldn't get into Eraser. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Really, and I remember, I remember was, why was, which was stupid. I was with my dad, and it was like, I guess, I guess it was rated eighteen plus or whatever. Which shouldn't was... you? Aren't you supposed to be able to get in the movie because your dad is there, though? 
I remember watching Austin Powers with my whole family being like, oh my god, I'm twelve, I'm 13 years old, and, and Mike Myers just said the word horny. Oh, I can't watch this with my dad behind me. But are you kidding? I, I that's saw, pr- I saw that's the first pretty. Good. Powers with my with my dad. I love that's it. pretty good. These two shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I watched the movie Species with my mom and my sister. That's remember that movie? That's Fucking yeah, tits yeah, yeah. everywhere. That's a, lot, that's a lot worse there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, Natasha Hensbridge. What's she doing these days? I don't know. She's probably. I don't know. What did we see in the first year? Was it Nickelback? What did, what did, did we go see, see in, in first year? Well, you wouldn't. Fuck, were you even 19 in first year? In that, I still went to the concerts. Day? At Green Day, were you even 19? Maybe not. You weren't even 19 at that he point. Mu- no, you must Don't have been. Judge me. That was when I was living in Toronto because I, I came from Scarborough and I was 19 when I came. It was second year. so Second year for you, first year for me. First year I came down. I would have only been 19 in October, so it's yeah. whatever date okay. that we went down. You must have because I remember we, we got. I got so drunk that night. We had to have been nine. I did. I just got. I just got food poisoning. <laughs> it was food poisoning, but I still got a few. Beers. I feel like I still bought you guys beer that night. Yeah, maybe it was okay. Maybe that wasn't my first nineteen plus show. Might may have been Thornley at the uh, Lee's Palace or something. That's right, Lee's Palace. Could have been you my first it, nineteen plus show. I don't know. I, I, I just. It's not something I ever. Uh... I didn't mark that down on the calendar or whatever. <laughs> my God, my first nine. First plus kiss, show. first dance, first nineteen plus show. You know you don't. Yeah, yeah, remember. no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, fourteen plus movie. I know what you did last summer. Dance. Oh God. Do you remember your your first dance? Uh, first, or first song that you your first dance? What the song my was? First, yes, I do. Mine was yeah. "Truly, Madly, Deeply" by oh, Savage Garden. <laughs> nice. in grade seven. Nice. Uh, you remember? I don't, I don't remember the first the actual song. I don't no. First song. Do you remember the first girl? Yes. Was it uh, Elizabeth? Or Mary. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember her name? I'm making up I names. I'm making up names. Do you remember her name? Uh, yeah, I do. But I, I, st- I still know who she is. So Ooh, she, you have her on she, Facebook? She may end up still listening to this show. Ooh. Tell her to listen to it. I don't know if she'd want her name on Okay. The we'll just call her uh, I'll go with that Marlene. Oh, we'll call her Marlene. Sure, why not? Okay. Sexiest name in the Sex- world. Yeah, we talked about that from uh, WWE. <laughs> okay, I have a... Uh, I want to play a quick game. I wrote down some options here. This is my one of my favorite Ain't games. Ain't nobody got time for this. Easy now. This is Who'd You Rather. Oh, jeez. Who'd You Rather. So this is... I have three options of bands of Who'd You Rather See. Oh, But there's okay. kind of like... kind of. I've, I've changed some, some things around, so... Do we get the... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three band names. You tell me Who'd All You right. Rather Go See Live. All but right. I've changed some stuff around. Okay, so... <laughs> All right. The wallflowers, but they don't have any arms. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so first band is: Would you rather go see Guns N' Roses with all the original members, except Axel is replaced by the lead singer of Papa Roach? <laughs> so it's like it's like Slash, it's Duff, it's all those guys, but Axel is now the lead. It's now Papa Roach's lead singer. Okay. Okay. Next option: The Gorillas. Oh, thank God. Gorillas, but Roger or but. Uh, Damon Alburn is replaced by Roger Hodgson's of uh, Super Tramp. <laughs> okay. Which is okay. Okay. And the third option He's a is good singer. Yeah, but does he? Miss, yeah, but it's fucking does weird he, does for he gorillas. Work with gorillas. Right. That's what you gotta think about. Okay. And the third Take option is. Way home. Who do you? Th- <laughs> <laughs> do you have, do you have a soup song that mixes with uh, avocado whole home? I don't know. What's the third option, Option King? Third option is Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh! But Darius Rucker <laughs> is replaced by Jay-Z. 
So did you know that Darius Rucker is a is a, is a country country artist? singer? Yeah, that's why I brought him up. He is. You didn't know that? I knew that up until the, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Really? Sarah I'd, told me that. Yeah. For the last wow. couple months. He's last a big years, country singer. He's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, fuck. I don't know. He's huge, man. I would have. But I would. He's CMT, I man. You wouldn't. Okay. Fine. But I yeah. like. I, regardless, I would never have associated that voice with country. I could though. Yeah. I would have after hearing her. Now, yeah. now that I after think hearing Hootie yeah. the Bluefish. Now that I think about it, okay, maybe, but I would have never thought back then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would have never thought now. You know, but anyways. Go All ahead. right. So Guns and Roses with the lead singer Papa Roach, Gorillaz with the lead singer of uh, Roger Hodgson's from Supertramp. Hodgson, yeah. Or Hootie and the Blowfish and Jay Z. Who do you want to see out of these three bands? And maybe like why? I'll let Sean go first. I'm curious why you even why you how you chose these. Well, my, the reason I came up with Guns N' Roses because like you always are like Guns N' Roses. Are they ever gonna get back together? Yeah, right. So just figure like Slash and Duff and um, uh, whoever the Papa drummer Roach. was. <laughs> but Axel, fuck, he's not with them. So Papa Roach, he can maybe hit those high notes. You're doing Gorillas, fucking awesome. But the lead singer Super Tramp does he doesn't necessarily fit with them. And then Hootie and the Blowfish, they somehow got Jay-Z to do uh, their songs. Okay, so I, I have my answer. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I'm, I'm going to go with, the, with A. I'm going to go with uh, original Guns, Guns N' Roses, Roses with Papa, Papa Roach, Roach. And the only reason I say that is because I have, I've seen Papa Roach live. Really? I, I have, yeah. When did you see them? I saw them. How do you not know this? I did just another Moriah. I better do your I research. Remember, I, I can't even place the year. I just remember going and being. Yeah, uh, I remember you talking about this. I just remember going. Did you slit and, your wrist before or after the show? No, no, no. no crowd I, surfing. I, I went. I, I did go to the mosh pit, and I got very sweaty, and I really enjoyed myself. I got pretty drunk, I guess. But nice. um, yeah, I don't. I don't even remember what year it was. My friends could probably. I think it'd be like two thousand one, two thousand two. Maybe when they were sure. Probably, yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but they were. Easy. They were. They were decent, and I, my buddy Ryan even has a picture of them I took with my fucking phone. That, uh, that flip-up phone? Yeah, it was my flip phone. Do you so still that, have the picture? That actually, that actually narrows it down, actually, that because that, uh, okay. I didn't get my flip-up phone until second year, so it was sometime between second and third year. Do you still have the picture? Do you know? Probably, you could... It's probably still on my phone if I if I charge up the battery, yeah. If you have it sent to me, we'll put it on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I don't know how to send it, but I'll, I'll, I'll try to figure it out. <laughs> try to text it to me. I don't know how to get it off that phone. Send uh, it to right. John and, Mal's and plus number. Fucking, uh, Guns N' Roses, come on, like Slash, yeah. whatever. Sla- I, I go see Slash by himself, yeah. so why wouldn't I go see him with Fuckface, you know what I mean? Okay, like... yeah. <laughs> Papa Roach. Who isn't? Yeah. All right, Dan, what about you? Do, can you... Guns N' Roses with Papa Roach... <clears throat> Gorillas with uh, Roger Hodgson, or Hooting the Blowfish with Jay Z. Dreamer, such a little dream. Nothing but a dream. But he's doing Gorilla songs, not Super Tramp songs. Doom, 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 I, I feel doom, like Dan would choose doom, Gorillas doom, with doom, uh, Roger. Dreamer. It's going to be a whole episode about just Dan singing. Well, okay, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean uh, sorry, not to change the rules after no, I've already so, answered. Okay. Sorry, not to answer the question that assuming, you asked me. Oh, sorry, I was going to say. Assuming, we're assuming that the singer is going to sing the songs of the band, yeah, right? Th- no, yeah, we he, are. He's, he's not right. doing Super Tramp songs. He's doing Gorilla songs. He's doing Stylo and uh, Clint Eastwood. So he's not doing Dreamer. He's doing... 
Feel tum, good tum. music, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. So you want to go see Gorillaz with Roger Hodgson? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that'd be interesting. This is why it works out. he's phenomenal live. Yeah, we've seen him both live. He's fantastic. I think my choice would actually be Hootie and Blowfish with Jay-Z. To see Jay-Z go from rap to like pseudo-90s pop rock. Yo, I go Blowfish. blind. Yo, so I go blind. Just, just for the novelty of it. Just for the novelty. Like, but my, my close second would be uh, Guns N' Roses with Papa Roach because I feel like Slash with the original members, uh, Papa Roach could pro- probably somewhat live up to the actual Rosenet esque. I don't know. Because I would love to just see Slash and Duff and all right. those guys. But my close second, I think, would be uh, Roger Hodgson with uh, Gorillaz. I think I think they could probably pull it off. To see how he pulls it off. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Dan, what did you? I don't say? know if there's any more beer. <laughs> Sean, Sean. Would you just? Would you tell Sean you wanted him to make you ginger beer? Ginger beer? Yeah. Ginger. Such Nothing a little ginger. ginger. All right. Okay. Here, here's a question. I already know what Dan's answer will, will be. Or the That's weird. It was weird. Do you need beer? Who me? All right. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Dan's answer. I'm gonna ask a question. I'll say Dan's answer. Then you give me your answer. Okay. We're live. At, At 6. 05. 05. What band would you recommend somebody... So let's just say, assume they've never heard this band's music. What band would you recommend to go see live to make someone an instant fan? And can I tell you what I think my answer for you would be? <laughs> okay. Arkells. I feel like you always mention, like, if you don't know the Arkells, if you go see them live, you will instantly be a fan of this band. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's one of your bands? Yeah, and I'm slightly frustrated that you haven't seen them. I know. You <laughs> recommend them. I should go see yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Because they're playing tonight at Kita Bala in uh, Bala, Ontario. Where's that? Yeah, and Sean just, just shouted, uh, we should have checked them out, and it's true. Bala, Ontario is just... Yeah, yeah. No, Bala, Ontario is north face. of Ontario, and by Ontario, I mean Toronto, but... Uh, Lots of great bands play there. The Hippa played there. All kinds of really big bands. Tom Cochran played over the summer. So here's my thing. So you say the Arkells. I, I actually asked, asked this question to Val last week. And Val's like, okay, John, I know what your answer will be. She's like, your answer will be the darkness. And I was like, no, my answer actually won't be the darkness. So I'm, if I'm telling someone, like, go see this band live, I'm not going to go tell them, see, go see the darkness because they might not appreciate Justin Hawkins' voice, you know? They might be, like, too far left of the field. Like, as much as you and I love them, they might be too, like, out there for someone to like. Okay. So my answer for someone to go see live who you've never seen before that you might instantly love is the Avit Brothers. I talked about this yeah, last Yeah, but is that not still too far right of the field? Well, I mentioned them. <laughs> no, well, well, you just think of, like, Justin Hawkins sounds like Freddie Mercury a little bit, you know? Yeah. This is a first on Live 605. Dan Amol Craig is drinking a ginger beer. He asked to have this. Dark and Stormy. Dark and Stormy. Dark and Stormy. Stormy. What band, assuming the person's never heard the music, what band would you recommend for someone to go see live to make them an instant fan? My thought was Dan would recommend the Arkells. You never heard the Arkells. You'll love them live. My thing was, Val's like, you might, Val thought I would say the darkness. But I'm like, I think the darkness are too, like, Justin Hawkins' voice might make you too. I think they're too crazy. 
Take, and go see them live. Country Garden. So my answer was the Avid Brothers. When I saw them live for the first time last year, if you never heard them live, I think you would just love them because they have so much energy, so much fun. But what band, assuming I'd never heard of them, would you recommend me to go see live to make me like an instant assuming fan? Assuming you've never heard of them? Yeah. To make me like an instant fan, being like, okay, Johnny, you've never no, heard the no Avid Brothers? Previous. Go see them live. You'll love them right away. All right. We'll go see The Roots. Oh, yeah, the roots. We, we all we all saw them live. I think pretty. I think that's pretty. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Like, if you haven't seen the roots, go see the roots. Twice. Because I mean, well, I mean, come on. Like, if if you're just not into a genre, then they do rap, then rock. You're not, then you're not into you're not into it. But but the root the roots can do multiple genres. So I'd say that's probably the safest bet for yeah any band that you've never seen before. You'll probably enjoy them live. Even if, it's, even if it's even if it's only for part of the show, yeah. Um, I also would. Uh, I'm gonna give another shout out to Jake Bug. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, you know what? I just I just saw him recently at the Mod Club uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he's fantastic. Like he's from the UK. Um, he's very like folky. Oh, he's from the UK. Oh yeah. He sounds. Uh, who does he sound? He sounds like Simon he Garfunkel, sounds, he sounds right? Sounds a little bit like uh, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Uh, he's got a bit of that 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 sort of voice. His writing is a bit of Simon and Garfunkel, a bit of Bob Dylan. Very raw he's, talent. He's got he's got a bit of like sort of like Johnny Cash yeah, kind of like uh, you know country kind of uh, with in some of his songs. It reminded as well. me of uh, Ron Sexsmith a bit, just because yeah. the raw very I don't, I don't the know voice. Ron Sexsmith very well, but uh, he's yeah. got a very pure voice. Like when yeah. you listen to him, his, so, his son Ron Sexsmith's son was in my English class in college, and he was a rapper. No, his son, not his sound. His son. Did I say his sound or his son? No, no, no. But his son, no his son was in my English class in college. He was a rapper. Yeah. My name is Ron Sexsmith. Fuck y'all. Well, except that would be a son, but yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> confused, confused. My only nothing. fear, my only fear with uh, with Jake Bug is that you know, I, you know, I think he's a raw talent that yeah. will become bigger. My fear is that he will have peaked at you know nineteen yeah. years of age or whatever. You know what I mean? Like his his inspiration will fizzle out, fizzle out. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But I saw him. He sounds just like the CD. Check out it's the amazing. CD. Jake Bug. He's got a full length CD. iTunes. Yeah. Fucking you know. Yeah. Download it for free if you have to, but it's delicious. Sweet. Okay. How long's it been now? Hour twenty minutes. Wow. Yeah. It flies by this thing. Funny how this thing goes, eh? Okay, I'm going to go take a gentleman's break, but I will ask you guys this question. Do you remember the first either CD or first, because uh, we were old enough, cassette that you ever bought or was given? Are we can either so, answer. We bought either? or given. That's, that's completely well, different. How about, how about both? So let me give you this. The first cassette I was ever given was a 1960s mixtape of like best of the 60s cassette. The first album I was ever given was Beck's Odelay. Okay. And then the first album I ever bought was Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001. So we can either answer poop or fart? Yeah. Well, I, think, I think this will take some time, so go yeah. ahead. I already know my answer. All right, so go. So go. Then go. So answer. the first cassette, uh, I was going to say deck, but the first cassette that I was given was on my birthday. And I don't know what year it would be. You could do the math, I suppose, but. Cheryl Crow had a had a fabulous song uh, entitled "All I Want to Do," and yeah, that was the that, first. That back then, yeah, 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 that was the first cassette that I got. Uh, followed quite closely on the same birthday, I got a CD 
my first CD, and it was TLC, and it had the great song Waterfalls. Um, you, you shouldn't chase waterfalls. And that was the uh, the first CD that I got. All right. Did you did you purchase either of that CDs? No, those are both uh, both birthday presents. Okay. Well, I'm gonna answer the question differently because I don't remember CD or cassette kind of thing. Okay. I remember listening to music as a kid, and my parents had a lot of vinyl for a very long amount of time, and I don't remember there being a very big cassette influence because I remember it went from basically vinyl to CD in my household. We did have cassettes, but it just like it wasn't the prominent. That's cool because for me there was nothing prior to any of that. It was yeah, just radio. Yeah, so uh, so I, I I just don't remember between those things. So I remember in terms of albums, I'm gonna call them albums. The first album I remember ever receiving, sort of as a gift, was Michael Jackson's "Dangerous." What was on that? What what was like the number one one single on that album? Uh, black and white. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. Yeah, I think black and white. Avocado. Avocado, <laughs> avocado, 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 avocado uh, soup. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's that's the first remember I, uh, album I ever remember having purchased for me. I mean, be, besides like fucking kids albums, I don't, I'm pretty sure I had yeah. some Rafi CDs. Ooh, oh, Rafi. He's going to yeah, Sorry, not Rafi CDs, but Rafi like fucking Records CDs. like albums yeah. and you know, John's gonna have Rafi on the podcast. I have, and, I guarantee uh, it. Fred Penner. <laughs> And, uh, Sharon Wilson Bl- Sharon Bram, Blam, Blam, Blam. But in terms of like real music, that's that's the first one I can remember what actually it, getting purchased specifically for me. Cool. What about the first one you bought yourself? Is that the what first you, one I bought? That you I could think, think of. And this is this is a weird win, weird one. I don't know if it's actually the first one I bought, but the first one, one of the first ones I do remember buying myself was, and it was a bad purchase because I. <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish. Because <laughs> I still don't own it. Um, I bought Marilyn Manson's Antichrist Superstar. Beautiful people. Yeah. The beautiful which people. Is, which which I kind of regret now because I, gave, I ended up giving the album away. I ended up selling the album in order to purchase another album, which ended up being an awesome album. Yeah. But um, I wish I still had that album because I do like Marilyn Manson now more than I did back then. For me, back then I was like too young. Yeah. For me it was too young. It was like to too it was too harsh. It was too I just I, it Does was he have like, a penis? Does he too, not have was, a penis? No, I don't know just, what's going just, on with No, 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 the music itself. It was, the music itself was too dark back then. Like yeah. the, you know, it was like it was harsh. Sorry, Howard. It was like the lyrics <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Did I tell you Dave like compared us to like the Howard Stern show? Yeah, that was good. Was there yeah. who was the Baba Booey? Is that Dan? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, go no Baba that. Booey. No. Hey, no. No. Well, can I say, the, so the first album I really bought myself was Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001. I was probably maybe 13. I remember this was me living in Ottawa at the time. We came down to Toronto, like me, my sisters, my mom, dad, just to come down for a visit, stay with my, my uh, grandmother at the time. I remember listening to Dr. Dre's album, like, in a CD player. My sister's like, my older sister's like, Fuck. She's well, not fuck. She's like, can I listen to this album when you're done? I was like, sure, whatever. I'm listening to Forgot About Dre and Still Dre, whatever. Then I got to the got to the sketch where it's just like he has a threesome with two other girls. You remember that sketch where he's just like fucking two girls like as a sketch? No, there's, I never heard that. There's like a two minute no, sketch. Wasn't where he, a big rap rap. Okay, well yeah. if you listen to Doctor Dre, that Dre's, wasn't uh, Mace. No. <laughs> if you listen to Doctor Dre, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Listen if to his was, album. If it was hip hop, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> he there's a sketch where he just fucks two girls for like two minutes, 
and I remember like listening to it like in the family room with like all my family around me being like, <laughs> my sister like, can I listen to this after you? I'm like, oh my god. Two girls are like, oh, give me that dick, Doctor Drake. Give me that dick. I'm like, uh, like thirteen year, thirteen years old. You can right. listen to tracks one to nine. Yeah. This is when I barely even knew like the difference between Sorry, like. Were you wearing headphones or? Was yeah, I was head- wearing headphones. Okay, so it's was, <laughs> so it not like your grandmother could hear it next to you. No, so but, I was like, yes, you can listen to this yeah. after me. But the interesting thing was at the time I didn't know the difference from like a much music song where the songs were edited, being like, I can't believe they're swearing right now. I know the song's still Dre, but yeah. he doesn't swear in the in the, the TV version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. Turn down the volume, turn down the volume, because I don't want... And then when he's, like, fucking two girls on a sketch, I'm like, oh, my God. Give me that dick, Dr. Dre. I'm like, uh, sure, you can listen to this big sister. Dan and I have just been really embarrassed by our whiteness. Eh. We'll talk about a good rap album you like. What rap music do you guys like? I know, Dan, you like Mace, you like Puff Daddy. I remember not being able to buy the, um... (laughs) And I'd love to listen to the song, actually. Jay Z, Hard Knock Life. Hard Knock Life. You I remember that my song. dad wouldn't let me buy the album because it had the parental advisory. That's my um, message to him. And I just lied down and died and didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, r- favorite rap albums? Um, it's I'm a hard going, knock life. I have, I have for a few me. actually. It's a hard knock life. Uh, I for really me. do like Jay Z's Black album. Yeah, that's a great album. Yeah, I do like. Um, Oh, I thought we were albums like, we couldn't buy. I, uh, the Roots. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention the Roots again. I do I do really like the Tipping Point. I think it's a great album. Tipping Point. Yeah, that's what the uh, the Seed 2.0. No. No. Uh, oh, that's. But I do love that song. Yeah, that's my favorite Roots song. But it doesn't have the Seed. Has a great album too. Like when he like Life After Death. It's awesome. It's after he died though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I I do like Kanye West's uh, College, the college Drop- Dropout. Yeah. yeah, it was a great album. That was when he was. He still se- seemed sincere. Yeah, he, he seemed uh, he still seemed humble. Uh, I enjoyed that album. Um, I let, don't know. Let me, uh, think, let me think about more. Okay. Do you remember what your your first ever concert was? Not nineteen. Just your first concert. My first concert ever was Edge Fest, circa uh, grade nine. So I think I was nineteen ninety nine. It was Edge Fest. Headliners were Blink One Eighty Two. Supporting cast was Sum Forty One. Jimmy World and some other shitty like early two thousands, late nineteen ninety band. So Okay. Edge Fest for me. And I remember there was like a mosh pit. Some guys like boost me. I was like, Oh he jumped on top of me, I just threw him over me and there was like a full blown mosh pit when I was like thirteen years old fourteen years old, grade nine, barely a hundred pounds, maybe a hundred pounds, people jumping on top of me being like, Oh my god, I can't be here right now. So that was my first ever. So you you were boosted? I no, I boosted somebody. Oh, you boosted somebody. He, but you he, weren't. You were. You were never. Uh, I was never boosted. I did not want to be in that mosh pit. This guy just like uh, boosted me okay. as he ran up on me. I was like, oh. See, that's that's one. Okay, so you uh, you like mosh pits, don't you? Yeah, but you know what? I have uh, one thing I wish I had, I have had been at. Yeah. Whatever. I've never been crowd surfing. I've never been on on top. Really? Oh, okay. I've never been on top. I've that's been the, wild. I've been in the mosh pit, but I've never I've never been on on. Uh, I feel well, like it's a freak. You know, you know one reason why. Why? The main reason why, because I've been a, like a part of a lot of the reason why people have You're... gone crashing down, <sighs> <laughs> or have seen a lot of the like people going like down on their necks, and I'm like, okay, that yeah, looks, exactly. That looks like it hurts, so I'm probably not going to do that. That's wise move. Yeah, because as much as like people can be euphoric at concerts yeah. and whatever, 
the reality is that you have a lot of drunk people trying to Fuck hold yeah. you and, and like, or high and people. Things, things can go <laughs> things can go very wrong very, very quickly. quickly. Yeah. So if uh, the right people aren't holding you up and you're not uh, aware of your surroundings, you can go down very quickly. Okay. What well, do you remember your first ever concert? Yeah, my first ever concert. I I, I think it counts. So you're you're talking about like first ever like rock concert. Anyone? Of... Any, anyone doesn't matter if okay, it's well, Sharon my, first ever, my first ever concert. It's easy. It's uh, Aerosmith. Hoorah! Hoorah! Nice. Uh, Ninety-seven. It was with my best friend and our dads, but I still consider our dads cool at that time. So yeah. Well, was, if you're going to Aerosmith, for, yeah, fuck it yeah. was it was definitely uh, it was definitely cool at that time. We had a great time. And uh, Mr. James Bond himself, Daniel Craig, first concert. Let me out! Oh, I can let me let me out. The hip. tragically hip. Wow. Uh, my dad and I. Went to see the hip, my first show ever. Went to the Corral Center today, the Canadian Tire Center. And I remember uh, my dad's highlight of the show was the person in front of us. There was a nice young lady who was in a trucker's like leather vest who <laughs> burnt her boyfriend with her cigarette, and that was the part that he enjoyed the most. But I, I had a good time with the show. But uh, well, our dads were telling us about the um, all the guys were going in the in the uh, bathrooms with their Girlfriends. That was my air quotes. As air, air quotes. quotes. Girlfriends. Uh, Rabbit quotes. Who yeah. are uh, getting pleasured by their girlfriends? I don't know Ayo. how true that was. I mean, I've been to a lot of concerts since that, and I've never experienced pleasured. Never really seen anything like that per se. But yeah, I, man, maybe I was. I'm. I've been very naive. I don't know. Sure. Keep your eyes open. Or well, hip or good know, though. Yeah. But that they were pretty adamant about it. So, uh, and we were very young, so they felt comfortable. Don't tell us. Longest podcast ever. No, it's good. A good hour and a half. I'll cut some stuff out. My last two questions. Okay, what last you, two. What are you What are you gonna cut out, John? It's been gold so far. I'm, I'm not actually to be honest. With you, I won't cut out. If anything, I cut out would be like 20 seconds of me just going. But even that, I won't cut out. Okay, so I got two more questions. If you do cut out that, that I'll be really mad. I'll be listening to this one. I know. I'm, you better listen. Just I don't. Here's my thing about the podcast. I don't. Here's my thing about the podcast. Okay, it's not because I, I don't enjoy yeah. listening. It's just it's fucking. It's a long podcast, unless yeah. I'm driving. Yeah. Unless it's on the radio, I can't just flip it on and just listen to your podcast. I actually have to deliberately like go and sit down and like listen to it. And my thing about the podcast, I don't give a shit if anybody listens to it. Just download it for me. If you download every episode, I, I won't ask oh, you. They all did get you download it? Yeah. Okay. I won't ask you if you listen to it. I'll be like, did you download it? You say yes. I'm gonna stop it at that right they all there. Get downloaded automatically. I just oh. I don't have any say into it. So in fact, I can't even if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to stop you from invading my computer. <laughs> there you go. That's all right with me. Okay, so I got two questions left, and you know what? This is going very well, I think. So uh, let's see. Second last question I want to ask you is. How's the dark and stormy, Dan? Excellent. I haven't touched it yet. Okay, fine. <laughs> Okay, uh, maybe I'll wait for Dan to put his headsets on. I'll ask this one last, but uh, what band, what band do you want to go see that you haven't seen yet? What, you know, my my thing is a band that Dan's seen that I haven't seen yet is Jamiroquai. Fucking love to see them. I would love to see Hot Leg, which is Justin Hawkins of Darkness Fame sides band. But I think Hot Leg and Jamiroquai, my two like biggest bands I want to see, because I've seen the Darkness who I love. I've seen the full Beach Boys together. I've True. seen uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I've seen... 
I've seen a lot of bands that I want to see. It's just Jamiroquai, one of my favorite bands. I have not seen them. Which, let me ask you, Dan, was that a good concert that you saw, Jamiroquai? Yeah, they, like, they, they were excellent. They played at uh, Cool House, and for Cool House, it was not an enormous place. They had two percussionists, and, and I, by that I mean they had two drummers. Little L? Yeah. A couple backup singers? They had three ba- backup singers. They Did had you say like, backup singers or backup singers? No, backup singers, singers <laughs> and they had uh, like 12 people on the stage. It was great. Nice. Yeah. So I, I would see them again and again and again, and, and you know, these are the old, oh, we'll be back next September, and then they weren't back um, yeah, ever. Ever. So. But is there a <laughs> band you haven't seen yet that you want to see? For sure there is. I know we've seen, like, some some of your favorite bands, the Smashing Pumpkins, we've seen them. We The Darkness You Love, we've seen them, but is there a band? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot right now, but... Yeah, I, I might have to uh, take a moment to think about what it. What about uh, Big Sean? Sean uh, over there. I have a list. I don't have any particular band. Yeah, but just someone you, you can think uh, of. A few classic rock, rock bands I'd love to see. I'd love to see Bad Company. I'd Ooh, I thought it was always a punk band until tonight. Well, Paul Rogers is amazing. Yeah. They sing, feel like making <laughs> yeah, love. I'd love to Damn. see Led Zeppelin if they ever did come back. Yeah. yeah whatever. It's probably not going to happen. Um... More current bands. I'd, I'd still love to see Kings of Leon, even though they've gotten yeah. all this bad press. <laughs> we, we were giving us all this bad yeah. press tonight. Yeah, not bad. I, I, I would still go see them if the price was right and the time was right. Yeah. Um, uh, Muse, they've gotten a lot of good press. I'd love to see their, Muse. Their live okay. show. So I will definitely go see them. Um, and um, BC yeah. Boys? No, I think in terms of... Things that popped to mind, I've already seen Paul McCartney. If I ever got to see him again, I'd How probably, was he? probably go again. He was good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't appreciate him his concert, I think, when I f- saw him the first yeah. time. How, I, how old are you? Is this like recently or like the last for, 10 years? For, yeah, well, yeah, it was like like two years ago. Or okay, so you're, you're, you're oh, yourself yeah, now. You're a grown adult. Able, yeah, oh, yeah, I was a grown boy. It was just, for me, it was like, oh, God. He's a big Peter. boy. It was like, it's it's... It's a venue thing as well, right? It's like yeah. Where do you see them? Sitting at the ACC at the <laughs> Canada Center. It's like it's you're sitting so far away and you feel a little bit detached, even though the fact that like you're hearing his voice, yeah, yeah. right, like in the same room. <laughs> I see you, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's fucked up. Uh, it's a little bit fucked <sighs> up. It's a little bit. Um, I know it's a bit nice. of an out of out of body experience, and I think I'd have to see him again to actually fully appreciate it. You know what I mean? Dan, because I have... appreciate. I always appreciated it more afterwards. How, like how many after... wing songs did he play? A lot. <laughs> I don't even know any wings. So- be- well, the fact that I know Jet? the band Wings, I don't even know how I know Wings. Did he play the song Jet? Of course he played. Oh, Jet. that's awesome! No, no, no. Of course, I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. No, there's like there's there's probably like seven or eight songs that he has to play yeah like he has to play jet he has to play band on the run oh i love band on the run it's like, it's like that's that's his solo stuff right that's paul Mc- that's not the beatles that's no paul- that's that's the wings oh, that, that's, that's wings? wings okay i like i like band it's, on the run okay so yeah there's beatles there's <laughs> paul mccartney and then there's wings but wings and paul mccartney are pretty much the same thing. how many songs did he dedicate to people without legs because his wife didn't have the leg at the time Oh, at my show, zero, because he was not with his wife. I love Paralympics. He's a, he has a new wife now. Does he? I don't know who she is. 
Let's move on to Dan. Any other bands you, you talked if about? You to, if you want to talk about Paul McCartney, we'll talk about him all night. Well, here, here's the thing is I've never – people, you're either a Beatles or a Beach Boys fan, I feel like. I love uh, Beach Boys. I never – I like some Beatles songs. I like them a lot, but they never did what the Beach Boys did to me. And a lot of people will be like, oh, the Beach Boys were all just about singing about girls or the beach or this or that. But they have some more deep cuts. Which you can obviously the Beatles have a lot of deep cuts, but I was more about Brian Wilson than Paul McCartney or John Lennon. Even like I love Al Jardine more than or Mike Love, whatever it is. So Dan, do you have any bands you haven't seen yet that you want to see? Or I've come up with one that I recently saw and one that I have not seen. Who that? So um, I recently saw the Wallflowers. I saw that with you. Yeah. And they were they were good. Um, and the interesting thing was, I didn't feel they were over the top musician wise. No, I felt they were over the top cool wise. But uh, I don't know if a lot of people go to see that, so I was happy with that. Okay. Um, the band that I would love to see um, is a band that was used in the top, used in the top forties, used in the nineties. Had Fast a bunch ball. of a bunch of hits, over forty million records sold. Uh, and it was the Cranberries. I would oh, love to see okay. them live. Cool. That would be great to I'd me. I go see the Cranberries. I go yeah. see them for sure. That would be one of the bands that I would think that would stand up. Uh, you have other bands like Apes of Bass, who I love to listen to <laughs> recorded, but live would don't probably would be, be no. No, probably worse so. than Aha. So yeah, yeah. Okay, I got I got my one last question. Then one in this podcast is. I feel like we've all – my question, I think we were all there together. This is at least for me. What concert were you the most drunk at? I think my, my answer would be John <laughs> Fogarty when we saw him. The three of us saw him at Molson Amphitheater. I think for when it comes to being drunk at a concert, John Fogarty. John, you should have asked us after the, the, the night after each of the respective shows, but I guess you can go ahead. Well, I don't know. That, that's my feelings. Well, well, my quick answer is John Fogarty. If you guys have another answer, if not, we can all talk about John Fogarty real quick. I don't know if there's a quick answer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Green Day, but I feel like I got drunk there's been after a, Green Day. Well, I don't want to count food poisoning. a lot of concerts. We talked about this, this earlier yeah. uh, before the podcast. But uh, we went to see um, uh, Edge Fest 2009, oh maybe? Uh, I don't know what year it was. Maybe this is when Pitbull had a very big song. Yeah, Pitbull had a big song. Yeah, no, uh, one, two, two, yeah. two, three, four. Okay, so set the scene. Just, just to bring it, bring, it, bring it back a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pitbull had a very big song that year. He wasn't was at Edge Fest, though. No, he was not. He had nothing to do with the actual show. Yeah, no, he was there. He was on an alternate stage. As us, maybe. Yeah, he was. Okay, so not the show that we went to. No, no, he was at the show that what? we went to, but he was on an alternate stage oh, prior maybe, yeah. to the major oh, the act. Theater? Yes. Maybe oh, that's okay. why we were singing it. Yes, okay. it was, yeah, because sense. Grace That makes sense, it. yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, all this right. does make okay, sense now. Okay, so Dan's now. actually filling this all in. As we were very drunk that night. Oh, I, <laughs> I know, I know sense, why though. it happened like it did. Well, he had, he, well, he had a big song that summer, so that's, what, that's the only reason I can remember us doing that. But anyways, uh, yeah, Ben Harper was the headliner, ended up being the headliner of Edge Fest, whatever. Frank Ferdinand was there. Virgin Fest. Virgin, Virgin Fest, Fest, yeah. It was Virgin Fest. Yeah, Virgin Fest. Fest. 
Same thing. Virgin, though, yeah. fuck. They they had they originally had it at in somewhere in Barry. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck Barry. Oh, Burl's Creek. Burl's Creek. Because <laughs> because I I regularly go there. Tickets. Nobody bought any tickets, so they moved it down to the amphitheater. Yeah. In Toronto. And nobody knew about it. So Ben Harper. Played. So they had France Ferdinand, the Pixies. The Pixies were there. Fucking and Pixies, then, yeah. And Ben Harper. Yeah, so by the time Ben Harper came on, I think maybe a quarter of the seats were filled. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me put it this way. We moved from the lawns they to like match up close well. up seats for Ben Harper. Yeah. And the thing I maintain to this day is that Ben Harper is an unbelievable live musician. John, he is. That's my, John, my that's, feelings. That's John's that's John. feelings about Ben Harper. Yeah. I saw Ben Harper earlier that year in Montreal oh, for, he's amazing. for a free concert for the Jazz Fest. There were 100,000 people there. <laughs> he was unbelievable. He's, like, he's pe- awesome. People fucking loved it. But for a crowd of probably yeah. 2,000 people, Ben Harper was kind of dead because he saw just how fucking empty the place was. And yeah. He wasn't into it. He was playing, you know, some of the same songs. But anyways, it's besides the point. I saw him years earlier we there, got, and he was still awesome. Got really, I still got really loaded. I got, I got licked. <laughs> we, we all got really licked, and we were with a friend of ours, uh, a friend of Dan's, I guess. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I guess. We, we, we spent we, a good 45 minutes singing one song to her until we got picked up. Yeah, she uh, she really loved our serenading of her. We Should we shoot it? Wait, wait. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. Unos, dos, tres, cuatro. I know you want, you want me. I know you want ya. I know you want me. I know you want ya. <laughs> so we sang this Pitbull song to her for a good like 45 minutes. So her sister, I think, picked all of us up. Yeah, it was a quick 45 minutes. Probably not for her. And then we were on our way, and it was also not Comic Con, but what was going on in Toronto? It was no, like, it was close to Comic Con. It was, uh, it was, fa- it was a fan, fan expo. Fan, fan expo, yeah. And we were stopped at a red light next to Fan Expo, and we opened up the door, and we all screamed at these uh, guys walking next to us. I did. Me and Sean did. Nerds. Nerds. They were all dressed, dressed up, up in like a fucking cosplay. I remember you guys asked me to open the door though, and I opened it. We're like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, nerds. <laughs> So that that must have been a cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's easily easy enough to say that was one of the uh, most drunk shows we've it's been pretty, to. It was pretty drunk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna end this real quick, but let's just quickly, quickly talk about John Fogarty. Holy fuck, really? It's how, almost an two, hour and forty-five hour, minutes. See how fast it goes by. I hope you have some pretty dedicated fans. My dad, my sisters, and thou. Okay. And, and, like I said, I don't care if and you listen. Who downsloads. I don't care if you listen to it, just download it. Who downsloads it. it. I downsloads it the most from Castle. Good evening, sisters. Dr- drinks running low, John. Okay. Hurry, hurry this up. After yeah, this is killing me. John Fogarty, the three of us How low went to. Is. We got really drunk. He played all his CCR songs. Our good friend Carlos was there. He moved us from back seats to front seats. And we got fucking wasted and listened to... Uh, Did you call him Harlos? Harlos... Now, John, to be fair, we paid Seven Eleven for the tickets. Carlos moved us from side seats to center seats, not back to front, because we were fairly central. Either way, and we it's got... just another reason to love Carlos. Carlos yeah. was a very good that night. He got great seats. It was a fantastic concert, and it made me. I love CCR, but John Fogarty. Oh, it was awesome. All of his CCR plus his. Uh, Put me in, coach. I'm, I'm ready, ready to, to play. play. Today. Today, so that was his one John Fogerty song. Santa Field. Field. Yeah. 
And let, let, well, he let, opened it with a traveling band, which is like, you know. Yeah. Avocado code. He's John Fogarty's song. You want to go with Tonight. Hey. And that guy, tonight. despite his age, that guy can fucking move. He can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Even when we saw him, yeah. I think we should end this. Let's go back to the balcony, Anyways. smoke some cigars, listen to John Fogarty, drink some ginger beer. And say goodnight. Stay tuned. Season three. Johnny, play some Johnny Fogarty. Guess three. Three will be coming up yeah. in season three. Hopefully I'm, earlier in the season. Yeah. No, maybe maybe twice. Twice next season. Yeah. I gotta say. So uh, the most. Uh, so I've done every episode. Every episode. Val comes in second place for most episodes. Dan comes in third. He's done three episodes. And Sean, you've now done two episodes. Oh, so I'm, I'm honored to be you you're know, uh, number three. Third, yeah. Almost third, almost, yeah. Almost bronze medal, yeah. Great. If yeah. you want to do a big rec podcast, you can come in with me and we can do this. Whoa, Don't whoa, take damn for granted. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually have a whole bunch of questions I didn't uh, talk about tonight. So I want to thank my guest tonight, Senior Daniel Craig, aka James Bond, aka 007. Dan, for coming out tonight. Thank you, sir. No problem. So, so let me know where to pick up the plaque. So since you have all these extra questions, that means there's gonna be like a like an extra episode. Yeah. Like we're gonna be the season finale actually, like you no, promised us. Uh season finale is me I have a very special episode where I'm Rocco. Inter- I, I got interviewed yeah, by I someone. I, I don't care if, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I don't care if you listen to it, just download it like care. I said. Download yeah, my just, you know what, what what episode are we gonna be in? Is what I'm what I'm answering. Your episode eleven. Your episode's uh, episode 11 yeah, of season but, 2. But I'm talking about the episode next one. You've already disclosed that we're no. not going to be in the season finale no. this year, so what episode are we going to be into next? It's, it's Saturday night. Your episode will be on Monday. Can we be in the premiere? Next... Can we be in the premiere next, next season? We can We can do this episode. It will come out on Monday. And then you, we can do the premiere episode for next season 3. Season three. I don't care you about know, this season. I only season. have like an hour to work with. <laughs> I know. Like, so if... Well, it, like, can we do an interview over the phone? Does that, does that work for you? Who are you, Chris Calico over here, or what? If Chris Calico doesn't get yeah, in October, do I'm probably over the phone as well. If you Twitter me your number, I may yeah. get back to you. Basically, I have these questions we still got to ask each other. I can give you my answers on simple text. All right. Let me thank Dan Craig and Sean Batty for being awesome guests this, this uh, week. Hello, They're almost the season John finale. Mellon, here is my response. They will be the season premiere of season three, or either episode one, two, or three. So thank you guys. Yeah, so looking to, looking forward to seeing you, friends. Clearly the most entertaining episodes. You are. Yeah. All right. Peace. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I'd like to reward you with my band of the week. And it's none other than Mr. Big Chris Calico himself. I got to do it, you know. He hit me up on Twitter. I talked about this earlier in the podcast. So I think you guys, you know, he's really cool. Him and Tech Nine. I've played some Tech Nine songs on uh, the podcast before, but I haven't played any Chris Calico. So he's awesome. He is from Kansas City, Missouri, I believe. Came up in the, probably the late 90s. He's got four albums. His newest album comes out August 27th. It's called Son of Sam. It's going to be really good. Like I said, he put out my favorite album last year of 2012 called Kicking and Screaming. And I want to play. He's got so many great songs. One of the great things about him is he raps, he sings, he has R&B songs, he has dubstep songs, he's done Motown songs. But I want to choose my favorite song by him. So my favorite song is called Spaz, and it's Chris Calico featuring Tech 9 and it's awesome. It's a big dubstep beat, and they just go in on the track, and they wrap their asses off, and it's really cool, and it's perfect for the gym. It's perfect for driving around, or it's perfect just to 
rock out to yourself. So let's give a listen. Got to give another big shout out to Chris Calico for reaching out to me. And this is Spaz. Now, like I said, many ways to get in contact with me. Go to my Facebook, facebook.com slash live at 605. Check me out on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. Follow me. I'll follow you back. You can email me, live at 605 at gmail.com. And you can go to www.liveat605.podomatic.com to listen to episodes if you don't have iTunes. And you can hit the PayPal button and donate to this show. There's only one episode left next week and that's the finale and then i'm taking a bit of a break won't be too long i'll come back season three will be fresh fun and fantastic so thanks again for listening i'm your podcaster john be easy